Episode 13, thank you all for listening to episode 12, Pancakes and Tequila. I am Gary, and I'm here with my co-host, Bear, and Brandon. Thanks, as always, for being here. Thanks. Hey, no problem. <laughs> Thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Wes Anderson Music on Facebook, and give him a follow on Twitter at Wes underscore Infinite. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, the official merchandise provider for Over the Line Sports Podcast. If you're interested in doing business with them, mention Over the Line Sports Podcast and the owner, Brandon, not the one here. Yeah, not me. We'll give you a great deal on your clothing needs. Thanks also to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Check them out on Facebook at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. You can also call them at 419-704-5471. They serve the Toledo and surrounding area. So all our listeners in the United Kingdom, Sweden, Norway, Ireland, California. California. That's like a foreign country back and, over there. Yeah, pretty much. Especially when that fault line goes, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, let's float off into the sea. Then they'll probably connect with Hawaii. You're probably right. So, again, Toledo and surrounding area, Sean will help serve you. Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast, and Sean will give you a discount on services. Also, thank you to Verizon, who is a true technology business partner who helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for their company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. We build it. Go to HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash solution slab dot vzw.com slash contact dash me to get in touch with the sales rep in your area regards to business. Special thanks to Tim and Stephanie at Verizon for all of their support. Next week, um, this week is just us three again. Next week, we're going to have Jake on to help us preview NBA. And the following week, we're going to have Nick on to help us preview NHL. We were hoping to have Nick next week. It's not going to work out, so we're actually going to preview NBA first and then NHL a week after it starts. So we'll be good to go there. Yeah, special guest two weeks in a row. That's, that's pretty impressive. I'm actually proud of us. Actually, I was kind of hoping we were just going to get rid of Brandon, but I guess that works too. Yeah, I, was nah, I think I'm going to stick around for a little bit. Just a little bit? Just a little bit. Like one or two more? I don't know. We'll see. If I keep bringing you gummy worms, will you stick around? Probably. Okay, I'm going to stop then. Okay, whatever. Yeah, stop bringing him food. <laughs> Speaking of food, we have a special debate later for Brandon and and Bear, which will be interesting. We will get into that a little bit later. But first, we're going to give a little update on Major League Baseball. There's about four or five games left for teams. In the AL, it's already set up. Indians are playing at the Astros to begin, and then the Yankees are going to play the A's. They don't know who or where they're going to play at for that game. Yankees are two and a half up on the A's with five games left for them, and the A's have four left. So it's likely going to be in New York. And then the winner of that's going to go to Boston. There are currently three teams that have a chance to win 100 games this year. Astros are already sitting at 100. Red Sox are at 106. Yankees are at 97 with five games left. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I don't have the standings in front of me, but what did uh, Tampa do? Uh, they Well, they missed, obviously. Well, I know they missed. They but... got knocked out um, when they lost to the Yankees. So they're they're okay. sitting right there. They're about the same record in the, as the Indians. I think they have they're in between 89 and 91 wins. That's got that's got to suck. You went ninety. I think, I think they had eighty seven. I, I was watching a little bit of the game last night, and I think it was eighty seven. It was eighty seven or eighty nine. They have a chance to win like ninety three games, and they're going to miss the playoffs. <laughs> well, that's part of life. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So they'll maybe switch to you know who's the uh, you know top whatever. What do they what do they do four in each or five in each? They do five now, right? And then they eliminate one with the wild card game. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. With the yeah. Yep. So, five teams. So why don't you just do you know top ten and then give two buys out? You know, I. And, then, and, and, cut, and cut the season to 140 games. 
I don't know. I just I, I think sixty two is stupid. It is. That's that's I don't know. You, that's like I just said. It's got to suck. You win ninety three games and you miss. Well, the what's my point? Well, they, yeah. they would be they would be top ten right now in the MLB, you know, or top five in the AL, whatever it is. They're eighty seven seventy right now, and um, you know it it does suck. But I think what sucks worse is playing one hundred and sixty two games to come down to one game to get into the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah. Like the wild card. Um, game. I, I know that very well. I think it was twenty thirteen when Cleveland lost to Tampa, and that. You know, that sucked. I hated that. You get one game, and if you have one off game, it's different. And if you're in a five-game series, you can have one off game and still come back and win when you're just playing one playing game. When you've won 93, 94 games and deserve a series and you get one, I think it's kind of stupid, in my opinion. But that was baseball's change. You know, they are changing from what they've done over the last 100 years or so. So maybe they'll keep changing and, and restructure the playoffs here in a little bit. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens, and it should be interesting to, to go through and see what these playoffs have to have in store for us. And, um, Brandon, you can see our, our predictions. I think I have Red Sox over Dodgers in six. Is that right? Yes. And what does Bear have? Dodgers over Astros in seven. And then you have the Cubs over the Red Sox in seven, which all teams there are in the playoffs, right? Uh, no, there's only one NL team that is clinched. Do you know who it is? Atlanta, St. Louis, Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta is nine and a half games up. They remember when we last updated MLB at like three weeks ago, and it was one <laughs> Phillies were one game up. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta just took They're, over. Yeah, Atlanta's nine and a half ahead of Washington. It's not even Philly. Philly just fell apart. So you know it is what it is. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the playoffs go. I think uh, Scherzer didn't he throw three hundred Ks? Yeah, I think he got I saw that yesterday. Did he get that last night? Yeah, yeah that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, it's a great statistic for him, and he, we all know he's a great pitcher. Um, in the NL, so as we mentioned, the Braves are the only one to clinch so far, won their division. Cubs are a half game up on the Brewers. Dodgers are a half game up on the Rockies. The wild card right now, Milwaukee's four games up overall on the who would be the three. So they're 99.9% in. They win one game, they're in. Who was that? Milwaukee. Yeah. So they're in regardless. And the same for the Cubs. I mean, they're, they're essentially in. Um, and then the Rockies, they're a half game up on St. Louis for the wild card. So if it ended today... It would be the Braves, the Cubs, the Rockies, and the Dodgers. But the Dodgers are a game up on the Rockies, so one of those four are not getting in. Dodgers or Rockies will win their division, of course, and then the other wild card could be whoever that team is or St. Louis. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Go Dodgers because uh, if that doesn't happen, we're screwed. Yeah, I know. And uh, you have Dodgers winning, is that right? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I like the that all our teams, we picked this, what, in uh, before the All-Star break or right after the All-Star break? It was right break. after, yeah. So we're all looking pretty good. We'll see what happens. Um, next Tuesday is, I think, the NL wild card game or a, one of the two, and then Wednesday is the other. But we are recording a day early, so the game will actually be on when we are recording. So we'll just talk about it briefly, and then uh, the following show we'll, we'll know what the playoffs are. Yeah, that'll be exciting. We'll see. Um, you know, obviously I did pick the Dodgers over the Astros, but I'm going to be rooting for Cleveland, so that'll, that's going to happen. I, I think that um, they have a good shot. First MLB team ever, by the way, to have four pitchers over 200 strikeouts. Ever. I, I did see Who that. Who is that? The Tribe. Oh, really? I, Carrasco, I no Kluber, Bauer, and Clevenger all have over 200 strikeouts. Yeah, first MLB team ever to have four starting pitchers over 200 strikeouts. Pretty yeah. impressive. Thank you for the stat. I also there have a go. trivia question for both of you. for Cleveland re- Indians. Re- regarding MLB. <laughs> yes, Wild Thing played for the Cleveland Indians. Um, so how many MLB teams have won more than 10 World Series titles? Three. Brandon? 
I'm going to say four. Okay. And if you had to name the three, who would it be? New York, obviously. The Yankees. Of course. Um, oh, boy. The Cardinals? And oh, give me one more old one. Uh, the Dodgers. Okay. Brandon? I don't think it's I don't think Dodgers. it is either. Um, it's, I want to say, well, obviously New York. Obviously the Cardinals. The Mets? I want to say the Giants. And I want to say, uh, screw it, I want to say Boston. Okay. Ooh. Well, it's they didn't act- win for eighty six years. Yeah, but they. Shit. Yeah, but you got to remember, baseball's been playing since eighteen sixty two or whatever. Oh, so. just like Notre Dame, they can't even have enough wins either. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's still got more wins than you. It's no, you don't look it up. Yeah, not nah, still got more. Wins look it up. Than you. Okay. Well, since Stat Guy's not here, can you look at? By the way, look it up. Have we heard from Stat Guy? Ever since they lost those twenty wins for cheating on tests, like dirty cheaters that they are, Ohio State has more wins than them. Ohio State nope. just got their nine hundredth. No, okay, sorry. well, Brandon, can you play the role You're, of stat guy and figure that out for oh, us? I'm because looking it up right now. Uh, All right, yeah, Some, look somebody up. look it up. Because stat guy's Brandon's not here. being bare today and just random and randomly just making no. up random shit as no. he goes. Yeah, he's I don't, I don't look at vacated wins because the game still <laughs> happened. Oh my still gosh! Won. Oh, so the Buckeyes won the 2011 Fiesta Bowl then, or yeah, whatever bowl it was, Sugar Bowl, the one that prior they got taken off. Oh, against Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah, because. Pretty sure, sure before you said that they didn't. So now, it, now I, that Notre Dame, I, I don't think I did. Now that Notre Dame cheated, it's okay for Ohio State to cheat. Yeah, I don't look at yeah, that. Funny how that works out. Game doesn't just disappear. I mean, they still played. <laughs> I know that's that's my point. <laughs> what well, can you? One of you guys look that up, and then in the meantime, it's two. The Yankees have twenty-seven titles. The Cardinals have eleven. 11. Okay. And then the A's are actually at nine. So the Oakland Athletics, yeah. they are right there at nine. So. We're going to go right into, for me, what was the most exciting part of the weekend, that PGA Tour Championship. Bear, I know you were more excited than either one of us. We were all excited, but can you just kind of go into what happened, how awesome it was, what what it means for golf, and and especially that that 18th hole walking up to the green, how, how much of a spectacle and, and awesome scene that was for everybody. Well, first of all, um, finally, Tigers won again, number 80. Um, it was great to watch. I completely stopped watching football on a Sunday, which doesn't happen ever, and there's only one thing I wouldn't watch football on a Sunday for, and that's obviously for Tiger Woods winning a tournament. Um, and not only the fact that he won the tournament, he almost won the whole damn FedEx Cup. Um, Justin Rose barely covered the bunker on 18. I mean barely, and got a lucky bounce, um, and then two-putted for par to wrap up the FedEx Cup. No, he, he birdied that. If he would have parred, he would have lost. You're right, you're right. That was him going for two. Yeah, because he killed the drive down the fairway and uh, rolled into the rough. And then, yeah, I was kind of hoping he'd chunk it into the water, but he didn't, didn't. Didn't you say Rose is a lucky son of a bitch yes. when that happened? Oh, yes, remember the absolutely. Um, because, I mean, it did. He hit the front lip of the bunker, and it, bound, it took a great kick forward right onto the green. And from 20 feet away, Justin Rose is a very good putter. He isn't going to miss that. So, and, and it was good. I think he only missed one cut all year. Um, he finished, you know, he made all the cuts in the majors. He had a really good year. He deserved to win the FedEx Cup. You know, he played lights out. And um, I, I did want to see Tiger do it. I was heavily rooting against Justin Rose, definitely, to uh, do that. But, yeah, I mean, you know, Tiger pretty much had it wrapped up since Saturday, whole, like, four or five. Everyone kind of knew it, but... 
you never you don't know you know even though he's won 79 other times before this it's it's hard to win again you know especially on the pga tour when you're playing especially when you're playing against the top other 29 best players in the world right now in the fedex cup or the hottest players in the world at least because that's what you need to get to be in the fedex cup guys who are winning winning finishing up there so yeah on the back nine, I was getting really excited, and then he made a couple bogeys, and uh, it started to go, oh, boy, Tiger, come on, just stick with it. And luckily, it was late, and then ended up birdieing and rallying. But, yeah, that scene on the 18th, um, after they let all the fans out, everybody, it was like uh, one of his first wins. I don't remember which one it was, but it was the a 97. 97 Masters. It was the Masters, okay. And they did the exact same thing, and it was insane. Uh, the, I mean, it was everybody. I mean, and they had all the cops, all the security trying to hold them back, and it was so hard to do. And just watching all those people freak out and react the way they did when he finally won and Tiger giving his fist pump, um, it was it was awesome. I know that he uh, about shed a tear, and I know I did too. It was it was really cool. I mean, being what nine years, eight years since he's last won, didn't you know? I'm a Wait, big last, Tiger fan. Last one, what? Last win. 2013. Oh yeah, it was five years. You're right. It is 2013. Five. He's right. 2013. Okay. Um, but yeah, regardless, I mean, coming back from everything that he came back from in general, you know, all the stuff with his wife and all the back problems and the DUI and everything, I, the surgery. I forgot about the Dewey. Yeah, all of it. Um, the multiple other girlfriends that he's had, <laughs> Lindsey Vaughn. You know, it's nice to just see him back finally and and just win again and, and be there and lift the trophy. Now he's you know three wins away from breaking the most from having the most wins in PGA Tour history. Sam Snead has 82, so he's two away from tying that, and that will happen next year at some point. I, I do think that Tiger probably wins two next year. Um, he will be the Masters favorite just off of current you know or recency bias more or less, as he should be. He's been playing very well, obviously the last six weeks. So I, I do think that he will get those two next year. I'm hoping he gets three. We'll see how it goes. Is the Masters the first event of the year? No, 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 no. Um, actually, next year they're kind of rescheduling everything. So they start off in Hawaii always, like January, I think. Um, actually, I, I, well, the way they redid the PGA Tour, I, I think they might start in November, December now. I can't remember exactly what it is. But, yeah, they do the Hawaii stuff, do these random tournaments every now and then, um, the little smaller ones. And then usually play Torrey Pines like February, and that's kind of like when the season starts. The players is going to be a month early this year. Um, I think the last major is the British in July. They moved up the PGA Championship this year to May, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure that they Wait, are, what? they've rescheduled. Yeah, no, I think you're right. So it's going to be the Masters, then the PGA, then the U.S. Open, then the British, and that'll be can, it. Can you explain to me why, like with the PGA Championship, and then they have the PGA Tour Championship, why the Tour Championship's not a major? Well, they've always said that the Players' Championship is really the fifth major. The Tour Championship was always at the end of the year. That was like the big thing before the FedEx Cup, you know, and it was kind of in there also as a major-ish tournament. But it was always just to end the year. Um, and, and this is obviously is what they're doing now. So it just depends on, you know, how, like I said, the, the rescheduling of the PGA has been odd lately. I don't know a lot of their reasonings. I have to look more into it. Like I said, I, I think it's kind of dumb, but I think they wanted to move the PGA up so to give more people a chance at the end of the year to the FedEx Cup, something along those lines. I, I'd have to really look into it and see exactly why they wanted to do that. And then do we have the, is the Ryder Cup next week? Ryder Cup's this week. This week? Yeah, so they're already in Paris. 
So you want to talk a l- just a little bit about the Ryder Cup? Do you have anything on that? Yeah, so they're in Paris, um, back on European soil. It is a European um, year this year. In two years when they have the Ryder Cup, I think it'll be at Beth Page Black back in the States, which will be fun. But this course I was actually looking up last night as I was doing research um, because I didn't know anything about it. And there is a lot of water on this course, um, a lot of greens that don't have slope. I mean, I shouldn't say slope, but it, it, it would remind you a lot of the 17th at Sawgrass. That's how their greens look. You know, it's, it's based all around that. And then it looks like in the inner part of the course, there's a lot of hills. Um, the rough looked pretty thick, looked pretty gnarly. The whole, you know, the course 7,300 yards, which is pretty long. You know, the longer PGA Tour courses are 7,450 to 7,500 yards. That's a big course. So this course is a little bit shorter, but still looked extremely challenging when I was uh, looking at all the holes. I went through hole by hole yesterday just to check it out. It was pretty cool, actually. So it should be a fun tournament. Um, just a little background on it. For the Ryder Cup, you know, it's the United States versus Europe. Um, and that changed over in 1979. Actually, before that, it was the United States versus Great Britain and Ireland. And the United States absolutely destroyed them. Since 1927, 1927 through 1979, I think the, uh, the Great Britain-Ireland team won three of 22 events. And then ever since Europe came on, all of Europe, Europe's actually been 10-8-1 in, uh, in the year since 1979. So in the Ryder Cup, they do actually have a better record than the United States. This year, I think that the United States team is better. I really do think they're going to win, and we'll give our picks here at the end of it. But just a little bit of the format, you know, they'll play four foursomes on four four balls, AM and PM session. What, what does that mean? So you have 12 players, and you're going to play two versus two pretty much. You're going to play two United States guys versus two European guys. In the foursome, you're pretty much playing, um, you know, they do play their own balls. That's what they all do here. And they take the best score for the team, so... You know, if, uh, let's say, just for example, if Spieth and Justin Thomas are playing together against Sergio and Tommy Fleetwood, and Thomas gets a four, Sergio gets a four, Fleetwood gets a four, and Thomas gets a three, they're taking the three, USA is going to win that hole. If they all got fours, it would just be a push as they go, um, you know, even. That's There will be ties in this. There should be ties in this at least. Um, and you get a half point for a tie. You get a full point if your team wins. So they have... Four foursomes in the morning on Friday and Saturday, and then four of the four balls in the afternoon. Having 12 players, not everyone plays in the morning, and then not everyone plays in the afternoon. So the guys that normally win in the morning go and play in the afternoon with the same team. The guys that lose, they'll bring in the other four guys that didn't play, try to make teams that way or mix them up, mix and match style more or less. And then Sunday, they have 12, everyone plays 12 singles. Since it's in Paris, um, Friday and Saturday, the morning pairing, it starts 2 a.m. to 7 a.m. Uh, our time, Eastern Standard Time here. So that you pretty much aren't going to be able to see any of the morning groupings unless you're going to be up really early. And then the afternoon groupings are 7.40 to 12.40 pretty much. And then Sunday, they start at 5.30 and go to 12.30. And with uh, – who's our captain? Jim Furyk? Yes, Furyk is the United States captain. Thomas Bjorn is the European captain. Okay. So with that um, – so how, do you pick a team or do you pick to win or do you pick guy? I don't know how this works. Well, and that's what that's what the captains are going to do. Um, so Furyk is our captain for the United States. Our, because I am an American, Brandon. You can suck on that one. They have five vice captains, um, all decent golfers, David Duvall, Zach Johnson, Matt Kuchar, Davis Love III, and Steve Stricker. 
So they're all out there. They all watch certain matches as they go, and they they know who to pair with. You know, the United States, a lot of these guys have played with each other for the longest time, so they do know who is going to be paired up well together. You're probably not going to see Tiger and Phil paired up. Honestly, they've never played well in the Ryder Cup or the President's Cup together. And that's what Furyk said. It's highly unlikely. Very, especially the way Phil's playing now. He's playing really bad golf. Um, you know, it was a great pick a couple months ago, and Phil's a great team player. He's great for the United States, and I wouldn't have anybody else in there, but... He has been playing some horrific golf, so don't, you know, you probably won't see him a lot out there. You're going to see the guys who are on fire right now. You're Bryson, um, Tiger, definitely, um, you know, Spieth, Thomas. We'll see with um, Reed. He's been playing very, very bad as well, but he's a, you know, he's like a big rah-rah guy. I think if you remember, it was last year in the President's Cup, I think it was, that him and uh, Rory in the singles match were going back and forth and just yelling at each other, and it was it was great to watch. So Patrick Reed? Yes. Yeah, he's a Notre Dame fan, so I'm definitely rooting for him. Okay, we're just going to stop this segment now. Brandon ruined it, completely ruined the entire segment. <laughs> yes, he did. As normal. So nobody cares. Um, and actually, if you've seen his wife, um, she looks like his mom. It's kind of creepy. They did their team dinner tonight, both of them. And I, of course, was trying to look through and see who's got the good look and see if Brooks's uh, girl is looking at Tiger and trying to undress him with her eyes sort of thing. But, yeah, Reed's, uh, Reed's wife, yikes. I mean, to each their own. I mean, Buzz's yeah. girlfriend, woof. Kind of like that sort of thing. She probably went to Notre Dame. That's the problem. But yeah, um, I've never seen an attractive girl come out of Notre Dame. So what, you never been to Notre Dame. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so, name some. Don't worry, I'll wait. Da, 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 I, I don't know. What do you want what, me? To, what do you want me to? Say? I don't know what, I, what you want me to say. I, that's he what just I said it was a pretty straightforward question. Name a an attractive woman to come from Notre Dame. Skylar Diggins. Boom. Mic drop. Thank you. Okay, I do like Skylar. I'll give you that. But that's it. That's all you have. You literally have one. I'm sorry. I don't. I didn't do my research on that. So <laughs> you should have. You, you know should the, always have your research. Well, ready. He, he does know the guys that came out of Notre Dame, so that's good. Attractive guy. Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. Brady, Brady, Brady Quinn. Brady yeah. Quinn's the best. That's my boy. So. For overall, the, this year, for our overall, um, the, the thing we did, we did averages based on where guys finished. We picked a golfer each week. I actually finished with a 10.13 average. Bear, you can see this better than me. I know I, I won, but what were the other averages? Well, I finished at 30. Uh, that's a good round number. I think that's pretty <laughs> solid. And Brandon finished at 22.63. Good not round number. No. Um, but for the FedEx Cup, I did pick Tiger, and he finished second. Should have finished first. Gary had Dustin Johnson, who had fourth, and then Brandon had who? Uh, Kopika. Kopika. And there we he, go. Fe- he, ended, he ended up finishing ninth. <laughs> um, so we did pretty well with our FedEx Cup picks. Um, yep. And we did – did we pick those right before the playoffs started, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. So we, I think we did well. No one took Rose, but it, – It was funny. I remember you were saying in last week's episode, my guy is out. I'm like, no, he has a shot. And then we ran down how he did. And he had it up until the last hole when he did. Rose just bombed both of those shots to get up there. He it was, was unbelievable. I didn't think that he would choke the way he did, and he was just choking. I was like, oh, my goodness, Rose. He's really going to let this happen? And then, yeah. And he, I, he said just one lucky shot. I do give him credit, though. He's like, he didn't get much speaking time. He, you know, it all went to Tiger. But he did say – like, I know I spoiled you guys or spoiled everything here for everybody because yeah. everybody wanted Tiger to win. But he's like, sorry. And, you know, he's got $10 million. Hell, and yeah, for $10 million, I wouldn't let Tiger win either. Isn't it in an annuity, though? No, it's it, not like it, it matters. No, but. it used to be, I think. Oh, okay. That's how, that's how they said Tiger did it. Um, the, first, the first year, whatever they did, it was, yeah, it was putting an IRA or something, and it was invested over time sort of thing. Not that guys that have that much money need $10 more million invested when they already have $100 million invested. 
but yeah, it's. I think it's one of those. Um, now it's just actual ten million dollars. You know, I was I was just thinking about this. I think we uh, cursed uh, Dustin Johnson because ever since we started this, I don't think he won a tournament. So since then, so you, you might be right. Speaking of that, um, he is in Paris with Paulina. By the way, everyone thought they were going to break up, and she deleted all the stuff off Instagram. I'll give you a little TMZ entertainment. Yeah, they were together, so she didn't look very thrilled to be there, but they're they're there together. And but I, uh, I will throw out there: I had out of the eight eight um, tournaments that we talked about, I had six top tens. I'm happy with that. Brandon, you were the only one with a win, though. Who who won when you picked that win? Who was uh, that? Oh, was that? Um, was it Kepka? No, it was what's his name? It was the guy that shot a fifty nine on the first day. Oh, Brant Snedeker. Win a winner, Snedeker. Yeah, and the, um, the one the one NA that we have up there, I said Justin Johnson, but we didn't officially make a pick, so I, I almost had a win. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't slip through my fingers. Almost counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, not in golf picks, unfortunately. And but, nuclear uh, warfare, don't forget so, that. So so for to end this, to end the Ryder Cup, but it's going to be very exciting. It kind of sucks because the timing is going to be a little bit weird. Um, you got to get up early to watch. But there's going to be 28 total points. So I'll go first and give you my prediction. I have the United States winning 15 to 13. Okay, so give me United States 16 to 12. Okay. Brandon, can you yeah, do 28 me. that way? <laughs> I can, uh-huh. I'll do math. For the United States 27 and a half to a half. No, I'll, I'll take I'll take the same. Same as Gary. 16-12? Sure. Okay. Well, we want well, to actually. How about how about eighteen? How about eighteen ten? There we go. There, there we go. That's twenty eight. Good job. I, I can't add. I hate math. With but Phil I on the add. team, that's not going to happen. He's going to lose just ten well, points by himself. I know. <laughs> I, I wanted to make the picks different. I didn't want you know the same. Well, I don't. So. Well, that's fine. I mean, we're all we all want the U.S. to win, and, and I yeah. think truly, it's not just because we are Americans, but I, I truly think they are going to win this year. So. We'll switch right over to NASCAR. Uh, they're gonna they we're gonna recap Richmond. Brandon's gonna do that for us and give us a preview of a place they've they've raced at this track, but not this part of the track. So Brandon, can you talk a little bit about this before before you give your preview really fast? When Gary did this, we were just talking about this before we came on air. Um, he put on their Charlotte Road Course, and I had a text written up saying. Um, Charlotte doesn't have a road course, dumbass. And then I looked it up before I sent it, luckily, and realized what the hell. And that was my note this week. So, Brandon, take it away. Yeah, they just put this in this year. Um, I actually um, didn't do a good job at this because I thought they were running the um, Xfinity race here. I did not know they were actually running the I'm glad NASCAR race. Did you race. watch the race last week when they said they're going to the Roval? I did, but um, I was flipping back and forth, so I was really kind of straight. And, and drivers football. are terrified so, of this. Well, yeah, it's the first time that they've ever done this. So and obviously they've tested there before. Did you see the testing? But no, I did not. It was not. terrible. Like no. all, They were all spinning out. It was awful. Yeah, so this is going to be it's going to be interesting to watch. I'll be flipping back and forth as well. Um, this should be on when uh, the Lions are beating the Cowboys, so I'll be watching <laughs> flipping back and forth through that. Um, but no, just Richmond. Um, it was the third. I mean, I'm sorry. It was the second playoff race um, of the playoffs. Um, Kyle Busch unfortunately did win that one. Um, he wasn't. Was he up there the entire time? I don't think he was up there the entire time. I think on the last uh, couple. Yeah, he he started getting up yeah. there, and pulling away. because yeah, Brad he, was up there doing his thing. Of course, he's just been yeah. a hot driver. But he ended Kyle up, ended up winning. Yeah, he ended up pulling away. He got his uh, seventh win of the year. Or eighth, uh, I seventh. Believe, I believe yeah. seventh, fiftieth of his career, though. Yep, fiftieth. Um, and that's the only number I will go off of. I don't care if he's at one ninety three. Um, NASCAR is NASCAR. Richard Petty won two hundred NASCAR races, not 
truck and bush races. So, oh, you, you mean when he um, raced in 1970 when they care. had six drivers? I yeah. don't care. He was racing against guys like you. I don't care. The NHL started off with six teams, so I don't care. I know. That's I, why I don't count the Red Wings, you know, winning so, all those cups in the beginning. Whoa, 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 <laughs> oh, get into that. That's like Notre Dame having more games played in Ohio State and still less wins. Okay. So. <laughs> um, okay, I'm not even going to answer that. <laughs> because so, I'm, look, I'm looking at it right now. So We'll get into that in I college. Don't I don't care. You, said, um, you did earlier. You started the show by saying that. By saying what? That you did care. You cared that all. Ah, I don't Ohio care. Now. Is, oh, it's, now it's you 20, don't. We, we don't okay. talk about the past here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is the first time that they're doing it. Um, just to end up on, just to end with uh, Richmond, Kyle Busch won. The standings look at look like now there's with one race left. Um, there's yeah, four no guys thanks that, to Stat Guy here since we're yeah, pulling our own stats. He's I know, fired. right? Idiots. So fired. Clint Boyer, um, Jimmy Johnson, Eric Jones, and Denny Hamlin all need to run well here. Denny Hamlin they, needs to like win. Yeah, they are on. Get, they are on the bubble. He's Denny, 30, Denny Hamlin's twenty nine. Po- yeah, twenty nine oh, points. Oh off, my gosh! He's, off, yeah, so, good luck. So um, I'm not going to run through the whole you know top ten, but obviously the big three are, are right up there. One, so three, we'll, and four. So Brad's getting. Uh, number two right now, so he's so automatically in. Sorry, what, who gets a limp? It's the bottom. It's the bottom four. Bottom, bottom four. four get there's sixteen. Okay. Yeah, there's okay. sixteen right now. Bottom four get out. The ones who are already advancing, obviously Kyle Busch because he won, Brad Keselowski because he won, and because Martin Truex um, won the overall point standings or something. Well, no, it's he's so far yeah. ahead. Well, yeah, he's so far ahead. So they're automatically in, no matter what they do. They could wreck on the first because, lap. They're still hold on, in. back up because Kyle Busch won the overall point standings. Well, whatever. he won the regular season. Yeah, yeah, Martin Truex is so far ahead, though. So, um, like I said, those three, they can wreck on the first lap. They still get in. So, um, so basically what you're saying is do not pick them this week because yeah, they're going to hang back. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're. And, but you never know. They might go yeah. aggressive because they want to get people out. Like, I'm sure they, people don't want to see Jimmy if, in there. If, if Brad or Kyle win again this week, um, do they get automatic into the no. next? No, it the, starts so all is, over. They just get okay, they so. just get more playoff points. Yeah, it'll start all over next week at Dover. So, but if they did though, it, it would be good if they didn't win any races in the next segment, probably right? right? Okay. Yeah, because gotcha. when it resets, they still get all the playoff points they had. So you know, Harvick's going to be up there. Bush will be up there. So yeah. if Bush ran bad and was in eighth right now, for example, and didn't win a race, mm-hmm. he would jump right back up to first or second based on his playoff points for the whole year. Okay. Yeah, so the guys that are on the bubble right now, it's um, Ryan Blaney. He's plus four. Uh, Alex Bowman. Isn't that your pick, he's... Blaney? He was last week, yeah. No, no, but he's your championship pick. Is he? Oh, he is? No, he's not. It was Harvick. Yeah, Harvick. Oh. That was, no, that no, was that was race. your final four. I'm sorry. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, he's in your final four. Yeah, You're not that crazy. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> um, but he did finish 18th, by the way. We did not do, We did not fare well. 19th. Oh, it was 19th? I know my driver, Logano, was 14th. It's the first time, by the way, that I was outside the top 10. Hamlin was 16th. We all didn't have a good week. But, I mean, it's still yeah. top 20. I, it's just, for me, it was tough because it was the first time I did not finish in the top 10. Well, that 17th place finish is not in the well, 20th. Well, you got three races that you're not in the top 10. No, that's a two. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at Bear. I can't read. No, you cannot. Um, I mean, it's large. Yeah. Can it's... can you read that Bear? What are my finishes yeah. right now? Yes. Two, yeah. one, three, eight, two, ten, eight, one, yeah. fourteen. You passed yeah. the eye test. Good job. <laughs> um, I do have perfect twenty twenty vision for anyone out there who wants to know. So I actually have twenty ten. Do you? I, which is better than twenty twenty. But it's I'm not perfect. Twenty twenty is perfect. Twenty ten is just really good. It's better than twenty twenty. Exactly, but... but it's not perfect. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like 220. So, yeah, 220. You have the uh, thickest glasses on right I now. I do. I do. And they're probably going to get thicker next time I go to the doctor's <laughs> office. So, um, okay. So, anyone who's on the road by Brandon, just swerve away immediately. 
<laughs> no, as long as I got my glasses on, I'm good. So, so what, real quick though, what are the averages right now currently sitting at? So Gary, you're at five point four four. I do. I just cracked on. Oh no, I would have not cracked on. I was already under ten. Damn it. Nine point eight nine for me. You actually dropped back. Yeah, I would have dropped 19. back. Finished nineteen. And then Brandon fourteen point six seven. That thirty seven there's killing you. Other than that, I mean, yeah. we're pretty solid. Besides, I had a seventeen, a twenty, and a nineteen, but I'm pretty good besides you do, those. You do have to remember though that was last in the book but number one in my heart so yeah chase won go. that race if you remember logano yep. finished last uh, <laughs> you should have picked chase man how about how about this you want to get to our picks are you taking you already did you take chase already uh not yet no so so far um gary you've taken keslo and logano i have taken kyle bush and ryan blaney and brandon has taken kurt bush and denny hamlin okay okay well i'm gonna start off right now i have i think chase we, elliott. Have, we have the same pick i also have chase elliott uh, he 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 doesn't need to win to get in, but he needs to run up there and he consistent. Needs a, he to needs a stay nice, there. yeah. He needs a nice that, um, top fifteen, maybe top twenty, maybe a stage win. And that's why I'm taking him because he does run well on road courses. Yeah. He won his win was at the Glen, right? Yep. Yeah, road and, course. And so. he was top five, I believe, at Sonoma. Sonoma. So yep. I'm um, looking for a good run out of him, out of him this week. I don't have a sneaky pick. For this week, uh, this is the first ever race here. Sneaky so, pick, Richard Petty. Yeah, this is the first ever race here, so I'm not sure how this is even going to go. Uh, like I said, I thought they were running on the oval, but they're running on the roval. Yeah. So, roval. Roval. Um, I wanted to be weird and go off the wall this week and try not to pick somebody in the playoffs. And a guy who always does well on road, normally does well on road courses, is Almondinger. But I decided against yeah, that. You it, might want to be careful because he just lost his job for next he, year. I know. Yeah, he did. Well, and that's what I'm saying though. That's that'd be got to no, pick because he's got a race. Yeah, he's got a race. He's for got a race for a, a he's job. He's auditioning. But he seems like any time I ever think about picking him or I pick him in DraftKings or anything, he wrecks. So I am going to avoid that. I'm going to take a guy who is below the bubble and who needs um, Hamlin, Denny Hamlin for sure this week. That was the other one I was going I with. I think he'll finish top five. So, Well, he I needs don't. that win. I, I, for, for you and for him, I, I, I like to see him in there. I hope he wins. Anybody but Jimmy Johnson. I think he's a complainer, to be honest with you. Jimmy at least doesn't complain. He just wins a lot. That's why no one really likes him. Hamlin complains a lot. So. Well, so does Kyle Busch. I still like him a lot. Yeah, but he doesn't really complain. He just is a... He, he kind of is more of a badass than anything, I think. So he's like you. Hamlin, he's Hamlin an, complains. An to people. Yeah, and I like that. <laughs> Hamlin just he just he just complains. I almost just dropped the f bomb right there, and I, I held against it. It was good for me. Yeah, you would have been the first one. I would have, and we wouldn't have bleeped it out. I'm just saying that. But I held back. I'm I'm getting more mature in my ripe old age. Um, so yeah, give me Hamlin this we'll week. We'll see here in about like two minutes. All right. Well, speaking of which, since we're just gonna jump right into our special segments. So we're going to have uh, two special segments today. I'm not going to get to the second one yet. It is in relation to food. The first one, they wanted me to pull this, uh, this one away. I didn't tell them what it was, and they'll understand now why I did not pull it away. I want you guys to talk about the Cowboys and the Lions. They play this weekend. This is why I did not pull it off. So whoever wants the floor, I think you went first last week, Brandon. So Bear, you can take the floor this week. Wait, I'm confused. You said this was related to food. How does this relate? Oh, no, my no, gosh. This, this Did is you the next listen? one. Do you listen? Oh, I said there's no. two. The second one will be about food. The oh, first I one, thought you said they both They both are no, about food. So I wasn't. Like, what? I can't. Yes, that's why I couldn't pull it away. It's about food. No, yes. I couldn't pull Cowboys it away because. Cowboys eat lions. Cowboys and lions okay. play this week, and that's why I didn't push it to next week because I, I want you guys. Bear and I are Cowboys fans. You are a Lions I fan. Mean, Let's it, talk about it. Bear, yeah. Bear goes first. No, I'll give him the floor. Okay. I'll give, him, I'll give you the floor. Honest, there's, there's, I mean, I'll give you the floor, but. 
Honestly, I'm going to be dead serious with you, Gary. This would be a good this would be a good thing if it was like week 12 or 13. I have no idea at all what to expect from this game. Zero. I mean, the Cowboys looked like absolute garbage week one on the road. They looked great at home against the Giants. They looked like absolute garbage last week in Seattle. I mean trash last week. So I don't know. I mean, I think that last week is about as low as it goes. The Lions looked like garbage against the Jets, garbage against the Niners, and and they came back at the end of that. They looked very bad in the first half. Stafford put up a lot of junk. If you actually look at the stats, I I saw this somewhere. Um, When the game was more out of reach, he ended up going like 245, two touchdowns and no picks to get him close in that game. And then they go and they beat the Patriots. I, I do think the Patriots aren't as good as what people think. Um, they're missing a few defensive pieces. They're missing somewhere on the offensive line. Detroit was missing Ziggy Ansa. They did play a really good game. Stafford played a good game, more or less, um, and that's what they need to do to compete. And Stafford has dominated in Dallas. He's from Dallas, so he always has, um, you know, he, his family's always a lot of family there. So I know you want me to argue against Brandon on this one, but... I still don't know if I'm even going to take the Cowboys to win this week right now. Yeah, I don't That's either. It's nerve-wracking. And, and I, I totally feel the same way. I don't know what to expect either. Um, to go off your Stafford of what you were saying, uh, that's why he has a lot of comeback uh, you know, comeback wins or what or whatnot because they're always playing from behind. So he's always throwing for like 200 yards in the fourth quarter or something. So, um, yeah, I don't know what to expect either during this game. I really don't. I think if the Cowboys want to win, they need to feed uh, Zeke. He's. Uh, I think they will. They I... haven't given him the ball more than 18 times this year in the three games. I think they. I think they need to give him the ball at least 25, um, no less. They should they always do that. Always. They should. They should always do that. Um, the other big I, glaring thing, and I know I'm interrupting you, is that Dak hasn't thrown for over 200 yards in a few games or maybe five or six games. I don't know. So I have a feeling that they're going to push to be throwing a lot of small screens, short screens, yeah, stuff to take on Austin. They're going to try to confuse. They're going to get Dak hot. I think that's what they want to do, short slants. That's what they run a lot. And then that will open up the game for Zeke. Yeah, they're, they're going to dink and dunk down the field. They're going to hand the ball off. They're going to open up that play action. But I think um, – yeah, I saw an eerie stat that uh, Dak's stats are related to Brock Osweiler in like the last thirteen games. Yeah, last twelve games. Yeah. So that was kind of that was kind of scary. I you know I but Brock Osweiler is just a bad quarterback. I mean, half yeah. the reason why Dak doesn't have those stats he is because have he has Ezekiel Elliott. Well, no, he has yeah. Ezekiel Elliott. But well, I mean, he, he, doesn't he doesn't have any. He doesn't, he doesn't need to throw that much when yeah. you have a running back like Zeke. Yeah, you lost. Uh, yeah, but when he know, does need to throw a lot, it's. Not the prettiest sometimes. Yeah, I don't even know who's the who's the Cowboys tight end. I don't even know who the Cowboys tight end. Is. They have a couple. I mean, Jeff Swaim right now, and uh, yeah. Blake Jarwin's a kid they picked up from wherever. Enrico yeah, Gatters. you take you take those yeah, weapons Potter. away, you only have you only have you know you become one dimensional, and he he's and they don't even do that because they haven't even given the ball more than eighteen times. So I I don't know anything could happen here. Dallas is playing at home; they could win. I don't know uh, the Lions. They need to put four consistent uh, quarters together. They can't be playing, you know crap in the first half and then you know trying to come back in the second half uh what they did last week i was impressed but you're also kind of playing against somebody that you coached with for 12 14 years so you kind of know the in and outs of him i know his i know belichick against his former assistants he's got an overall winning record well, i think eight and we, one or something. we ragged on that we all took tom brady and he scored yeah. seven yeah. no i know i and yeah. i i totally thought that they were just gonna that the patriots were gonna kill the lions but uh, a lot of that, a lot of that. Um, I don't know if it was just heart or what, but they well, played. And, and I think Patricia. This is the thing: is Patricia knows the entire New England playbook. 
yeah. Belichick only knows Patricia's defense. He doesn't know what the offense. I mean, he knows yeah. Stafford. He knows what, but he doesn't know Jim Bob Cooter. He doesn't know what he's going to throw out there. So that's, I think, another reason why, you know, that that Lions defense without Ziggy Ansah shut down, um, you know, Brady, and they got pressure on him, and it shows one how bad New England's offensive line is because yeah. it is bad, and two, you know, I do think that. I, I still don't think the Patriots are that good. I don't. I think they're going to get beat by Miami this week. I really do. It's going to be really close. Um, I don't think I'm going to pick them because I'm a big sissy. But <laughs> I don't think the Patriots are that great right now. And after the Lions got destroyed by the Jets, after the Jets just lost to Cleveland, that's the NFL. I mean, that's how it goes. It's, I mean, look at, look, it's like, tough right like now, Like we man. talked about. Buffalo beat Minnesota. They oh, didn't just God. beat. They beat the shit out of Minnesota. Yeah, oh, they did. That, that was, was that, that hurt was, to watch. Not even that a Vikings was... fan. I, I just had him in Survivor, and it just was like, "Is this happening right now? Like, really? I mean, Cousins, oh, you did have him in Survivor. I mean, yeah, I yeah, probably I mean, a lot of people did. I would well is on ESPN. Like it was fifty eight percent. Is I, this like the show Survivor? And the first and the like, fir- and the first two weeks, you got to no. think the first two weeks, you had huge upsets. You had Tampa beating New Orleans. New Orleans was a huge Survivor pick at home the first week. Pittsburgh over Cleveland was also big. You lost a lot of people there, and then last week there were a couple upsets Wait, do as you, well. Do, do they get knocked out if there's a tie then? Yes. Yeah, oh, you okay. have to win. Oh, you have to win. Okay. You have to win. And so, I mean, I there's probably some survivor pools where there's a tie, but not the ones that are played there. I mean, I do a, a family and friends one, and that one, you know, we play throughout the year. Right now, we have all lost except my grandfather. He's 3-0 and right now. He took Miami, and pretty much everybody took the Vikings last week. I think one person took the Bears. Uh, yeah, one one had the Bears, everyone had the Vikings, and my grandpa had the uh, Dolphins. So wow. he's the only one undefeated. Everyone else has either one or two losses right now. Um, so it's, it's like you said, the NFL has had a lot of parity lately, and it's always been a weird, you know, it's always been a weird league, but you can normally tell, you know, the Patriots are going to be great. This year the Rams are going to be great, and they've pretty much been the only team living up to that right now. You know, no one thought the Dolphins were going to be 3-0. and Nobody thought the Patriots were going to be one and two. No one thought the Browns would have a win. So, who well, knows? we we did. Well, yeah, <laughs> we mean, picked them twice. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, okay, that was it. Was good discussion. I liked it. It wasn't bantering back and forth, like I, I hoped. You know, but I'm excited for this one. That all changes right now. That all changes right now. <laughs> you guys had a discussion today via email about Wendy's and Burger King. And by the way, Bear, since you run the Twitter, can you put up a poll which is better? Wendy's or Burger King? I will do that. Um, and everyone knows the answer to that is Wendy's. The only vote on no. Burger King will be Brandon because he is a loser. Nope. Okay, why You're stupid idiot? Why do you like I why do you like Burger King three times? I want to hear why you like Burger King. I just think it's overall better. I think the just the their hamburgers are better. I think. Oh my the, god. Yes, I think. I'm sorry. The way that, look at this. It, the, as the commercial rolls, we just started. <laughs> it is rolling right and now. It is rolling. Look at that flame broiled. Look at that flame broiled hamburger. That looks you got like the bar, shit. You got the lines on and everything. I mean, you you drive by a freaking barber or Burger King restaurant, and it, it just smells good. You drive by a Wendy's, it smells like the factory that's sitting right next to it. I mean, I. I, I love, you know, just driving by. When I'm hungry, I just love just driving by a Burger King because you smell it and it smells delicious. It's like a Sunday night cookout or, or a Sunday day cookout. Okay, so you're going to tell me. That, so, no, so you're gonna no, tell no, me- no, no. Let me finish. They have, okay. <laughs> they have better burgers. No, they don't. Their fries are better. They have onion rings. Onion rings. You can get onion rings at freaking Burger King. You can't get it at Wendy's. Yeah, you know uh, you know you can get at freaking Wendy's and you can't I'll, get a Burger I'll King? I'll give you, say it. 
Baconator. Oh, wait, oh, no. no. Oh, no, no, no that's you right. Got the, you got the Bacon King. Oh, no, that's right. Burger King had to knock off the Bacon King because it sold so much at Wendy's that they had to get it. Yeah, and you know like what? That. They did it better. They did not. And oh, my. Now you're yeah. being egregious. And you know one you're thing? One thing that we talked, and I know you got the email. He doesn't right know what egregious means. One, <laughs> one thing. One thing. What did I do? You don't know what egregious means. I don't care. One thing that I gave you, one thing that I gave you right there is that uh, Wendy's has Frosties. Frosties is freaking delicious. But you know anything else? No. Burger King, greater. I even gave you the symbol in the email. Greater than Wendy's. Burger King still has frozen patties. It doesn't matter. They fresh, cook them and it's frozen. better. No, no, no. Wait it's, a minute. For, you just said it right there because I'm a Wendy's guy too here. Fresh. Never frozen. Bam. But Burger King flame broils are and, frozen. And Wendy's fries, Wendy's fries are better. I'm going to go with Wendy's fries. I, the sea salt fries, one, love them. one, Burger King has the worst fries, so it doesn't really matter. Right. I, I think no. that Wendy's fries are third. Uh, McDonald's, McDonald's one, McDonald's Chick-fil-A one. two, Wendy's three. Well, I like Burger. Rally's fries, too. The curly fries. Rally's good. Those are okay. Arby's and, is good. And Arby's. Yeah, Arby's and yeah, Taco Bell thing. nacho fries. Then Burger King's down in, like, eighth place. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, but so oh, no, 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 no. Was you, I done? Yeah, you were. Was done. I done? You were done. So you're telling me Dave's delicious single through triple is is not as good as a whopper? No, I will Whoppers take a double. Trash. I'll take a, a single, a uh, double, and a triple whopper over a freaking single frozen, unfrozen. I don't care. Fresh Wendy's burger. No. Burger King's better than uh, Wendy's. No, no, it is not at all. And you know what? Like I have here, the sea salt fries better than Burger King. No, fries. too much salt can kill you. Frosties better There's than sea salt fries. Sea salt. That's good. Mic drop. <laughs> that was a pen. I'm surprised you even brought one this week. <laughs> oh, he did. Baconator better than everything else on the no. menu. Sourdough Baconator. Sourdough Bacon King and the Burger King. Only thing, the only thing you even admitted the only reason Hashtag the bread only is life. reason why you wanted that is <laughs> because of the Burger King breakfast. That is it. And I will give no, you. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are delicious. Wendy's does have breakfast. Not around here though. Yeah, not around here. I'm sorry. They might. Burger King's breakfast is delicious. A croissant sandwich. You can't go wrong with a croissant sandwich. I mean. You got the you got the muffin, you got the biscuit, whatever. A croissant witch at Burger King is like, oh my gosh, like heaven. Like I, I Taco can Bell right breakfast now. is better than Burger King breakfast. I don't want to. I want to go that far. They got good breakfast, but not as good as Burger King. Uh, no. Have you had their, their hash egg browns? Taco? Are delicious. Their French idiot. sticks you're, are you're delicious. Dumb. Dumba. Their croissant witch. I'm gonna go back to it again. Freaking, I can eat six of those. They're freaking delicious. Okay, first of all, you're still wrong. And Wendy's will beat Burger no, King not. every day of the week. No, I'm not. Dave is better than no, whatever the stupid Burger King, King crown Burger King crap has Burger King loser that over creepy Wendy's. Guys. Now, hold on. Near mic mic drop again. Who, who has the better Twitter? Wendy's. Wendy's by far. But I don't even think Burger King knows how to spell Twitter. I, they're Canadian. I don't know. And then, and then on top of everything else. Who? Burger King? Yeah. So, wait. You like a foreign food? Hey, sorry. Wow. Well, you don't support Dave Thomas from Ohio, by the way. I know he's from Ohio. Kudos to you. You are just I know. killing well, the Ohio economy. Good job. No, I'm not. Good job. Why, no, I'm not. My favorite restaurant is Bob Evans. Why don't you go live in South Bend, you loser? No. And then on the Bob last Evans, thing, from Ohio. as I have Best the email chain right here. Go. Go for it. You had to even copy and paste the no. Billy Madison quote. No, I didn't. Gary, no, I didn't. you're going to look over this nope. and tell me that Your this, eyes are deceiving you. Tell, look through Your all his emails and tell me that the you. font is not different because he copy it. and paste I you, changed it up a little bit. Gary, you know be the what? mediator. You're, you're, you guys, actually, you're you guys, actually right. Keep arguing. I'm going to look be, this be, over. Be because, the mediator, please. No, no, because that's actually right. That's actually right. Okay? Brandon, say it. Say AYA, it. integrated social studies major, history minor. <laughs> um, I didn't say where you go to school. I think everyone knows that. Uh, <laughs> Fucking up, or whatever the hell they say. 
What are they? Pucker up? Ziggy, ziggy, zumba. Falcon. I said Falcon. I don't know. What is it? I thought you said pucker up. Well, they are going to pucker up when they're kissing UT's ass after they're running all over them. That is true. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I don't care. You're wrong. What are we even talking about anymore? You're wrong. No. Listen. Listen. I didn't look at that. Hold on. I just, the first thing I see, thank you. Now say that again, but slower. (laughs) That's why BK is greater than Wendy's. Yeah, that's all because I said, yeah, they have breakfast if that's exactly. the only reason why. You, you called him Gilbert. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I said, listen here, Gilbert. <laughs> BK fries and onion rings are greater than sea salt fries. Too much salt can kill you. And by the way, you didn't use the right form of two since I'm going to grammatically correct you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he's not going to be an English teacher. He's going to be a history teacher. Lastly, I, if that... I'm he not going to go into this, but BK has delicious breakfast. Boom, mic drop. <laughs> exactly. And that's all he's had the entire time. But look at the font compared to the first font. And read that quote, please, because it relates to everything that we were just talking about. Which quote? Oh, the uh, one his, where it's really Billy small? Madison yeah, you quote. changed your font. Yeah, because he copy and pasted. No, no, I, ju- I actually had to look and write. No, you didn't look and write. You copy and pasted. No, I didn't, because yeah. if I copy and the, pasted, the I had font, to change it. The font is different. The font's different. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what you had to change your font after that? No, you had no, to you copy, I, and, you paste copy and paste it because that's not. what your font is, and then your standard font no, is every other in. email you wrote. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't copy it. Yeah. I didn't copy and paste. I had so to. So you write plagiarized it in. in college. It's a movie script. Well, I you plagiarized a movie. Did I you did, cite your sources? I didn't see a cite on there. <laughs> yeah, I did not either. So what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this email is now dumber for having to listen to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Now, there's only exactly. two people in this email. I just want to put that there. And exactly, all, all and I am dumber. The whole quote is email. That's and, I, and I am dumber yeah. just for listening to your rant about how Wendy's is better than Burger King. Burger King is better. I, I, if I ever catch you with a Baconator in your hand, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. Nope. I want you to know that. I will. Nope. You only go to Wendy's because I, it's, I it's love right the, next to you. You I, get outside your bubble hold on. and actually Bur- go to a Burger King. Burger King is the, closer than I Wendy's. Love, I love that the header is, you suck. <laughs> yeah, that's how we start. <laughs> is that, now, how did it start? No, turn to the first page. Is this, all, the, this, all the way to the back. No, that's... Oh, yeah. my bad. Oh, it's... You, that's weird how you stapled it together back to forward. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you suck. Shouldn't you be learning? <laughs> Oh my God! Did you cut a promo on his ass yet? Which we'll get into on the wrestling show. <laughs> the, the wrestling show on Saturday. Uh, Bear is going to cut a promo on Jason since he took forever to get us what we needed, as we try to prep and have enough time to prepare for these things. So thank you for getting it to us late. I do like the topics, but um, I'm just going to be the deciding vote here. Oh, I know you're going to pick Wendy's. That's fine. Wendy's. There you go. And I won't say anything else. So we can go into the next topic. Good debate there. I like it. You know, Saturday when we record our wrestling show, I'm definitely going to have some Burger King breakfast here for you. Can you bring me some French toast sticks? Smell it. Can you bring me some French toast sticks? I will. All right, thanks. All right. There you go. Burger King's better. Bring me a sausage McMuffin. That's what I want. Can so the next thing is from Justin on the Twitter. Who are the most hated teams of all time? A specific year, players, coach, anyone who says the Steelers automatically gets ten points. Well, they're up there. I hate the Steelers in general, so. 10 well, points. Yeah, absolutely. Any Steelers team and their dirty rapist quarterback. So, yeah, I, I will take my 10 points as well. I hate the Steelers, and I know Brandon does too. Um, I'll start off. 
Specific year, definitely 07 Patriots with Brady and Belichick, the year that they eighteen or, uh, almost went undefeated but didn't. Did My favorite part about that is when he said, yeah, when somebody said, oh, 17 points, and he kind of grinned at him and laughed, and then they scored, what, 14? Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping they would go 19-0, and but that didn't happen. Why? I did, too. I wanted to see it. It would have been cool yeah, to see I it in our lifetime. I wanted, I wanted nah. to see it, yeah. Nah. No. Screw them. And I hate the Giants. And the Giants but... are in our division. I wanted to see it just because it would have been sweet to see. We're, I, don't, I doubt we'll ever see it. No. Ever in our lifetime. I love it. No, I'm just with if, Randy if it Moss. Was, if it was anybody except the Patriots or Steelers, I'd be happy I to mainly see it. wanted it because yeah, of Moss. Yeah, Randy Moss was on it. it was, I, mean, I wanted him to win a just... title. I didn't want them to go undefeated. In, yeah, in, fantasy, in fantasy football that year, I know uh, Zan took Tom Brady and Randy Moss, and we're like, okay, whatever, and he destroyed everybody, but he lost in the title game. <laughs> I'll just throw that out there. Just like just like they did. Um, <laughs> I think that's – is that because they didn't – did they play no, the last game? Well, no. How, how does that work? Because the fan, we played to like play... week fifteen or oh, sixteen, okay. yeah, so mind. that we don't have never to. Mind. No, they were playing all. They wanted to go undefeated. They, they oh were yeah, no, yeah, I remember. I remember that game. Yeah. Um, right. And then, and then the other one I had was uh, any Golden State team and Steph Curry specifically. I love Steve Kerr, but Steph Curry definitely. I hate Steph Curry and his <laughs> stupid chewy mouthpiece crap. Overrated as hell. Yep. Just because he can shoot a three, he can't do anything else. All right, Brandon. Okay, well, I I guess I wrote it, uh, wrote read this wrong. Not surprised. Because you said, who are the most? You didn't say, who are your most hated teams of all time? So I kind of took this a different way. Okay. So I kind of went like the These overall. These are always picture. in our opinion. Oh, well, you you know, stat, guys need, stat guy needs to write this out better. No, no Gary, um, Gary writes actually, that. Actually, I write this <laughs> yeah, out, Gary and I take it right <laughs> off of Twitter. So it's it's how Justin wrote it, so you can blame yeah. Justin. Okay, well, I guess I took this the other way. Um, uh, well, of course, you know, everybody hates the Yankees. You either love the Yankees or you hate the Yankees. Shut up. I can't pick. I can't uh, pick a specific year. Um, I obviously loved it when they lost in '04. Um, I just well, was that the year they lost to Arizona. No, that's the no, year, uh, that's Boston. Boston. What was the year they lost to Arizona? 2001. 2001. Yeah, after, like, that was my favorite. That was your favorite. Yeah. That was after September 11th. That's when people actually cared about the Yankees. I just and like I just win. like Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling. Ben yeah. awesome. Gonzalez hits that liner right up the middle. Yeah. Uh, the game. God. Craig Council um, scored. I hate yeah, you both. Just go move on. Yeah, Notre Dame, baby. Oh my gosh! All right, um, <laughs> all right. So of course the Cowboys. You gotta love the Cowboys. If you hate the Cowboys, this can go with Notre Dame. Are you gonna go you with the Penguins love, too? You throw you them in love, there? No, I actually did not pick the Penguins. You either love Notre Dame or you hate Notre Dame. Um, if I have to pick a specific team that people hated um, or loved that I kind of liked is the Bad Boys, the the Pistons back in the late night, uh, late eighties, early nineties. Yep. Um, to pick out a guy, uh, Bill Lambeer. I mean, everybody. Hated Bill Lambeer. This guy was nasty when he played. I like Bill um, Lambeer just because he has beer in his name. <laughs> I think that's right. I obviously liked it. I mean, obviously I was only two, three, four when this was all going on, so I didn't really watch it. But looking back at it now, that whole 30 for 30 that came out a couple years ago. Um, also, Bill Lambeer went to Notre Dame. Sorry. Got to say that again. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's a team that everybody hated, or unless you were a Pistons fan, obviously. And another guy that everybody hated, Kristen Leitner. Uh, back in 91, 92, when he hit that shot against Kentucky in the Elite Eight game, uh, everybody hated Christian Leitner. And I think there's even a 30 for 30 saying, I hate Christian Leitner. So a lot of people hated him. Um, other than that, that's really all I got. I hate the Steelers too. Screw them. Um, that's all I got. Okay. So um, me, I had the 2010-2011 Miami Heat. Everybody hated them. Um, we're going to win five. Six, not six. We're going to win seven. Yeah, good luck. You guys are great. Uh, the 2004, and this is going to be a different one, but Team USA basketball. Here's why I don't like them. 
The previous three Dream Teams lost only two games. They lost three, and it's the first time we didn't win gold. LeBron was 19, Carmelo was 20. If you look at that team, we should not have lost. I'm just going to throw that out there. Of course, a lot of people hate the 1919 Chicago Black Sox or White Sox. Um, yep. And then uh, the, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Right. And then for me, this is right up there because I hate what happened. I'm sure you guys know it's, I mean, we were all not born. Our, our parents were kids. Um, but the 1972 USSR basketball team, the trash that went on through there, you don't know what I'm talking about? That was garbage. Like all the calls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they, the United States lost 51 to 50. First time they lost an Olympic basketball game. And it was just, it was bad. And then they had a vote on, you know, saying that this was, you know, they got screwed over essentially and they got outvoted three to two. They're, I can't remember which ways the countries voted, but they they did not, you know, turn that over. Yeah, that was a crazy time that was going on. That was 72, you said. That was Munich. So a lot of, a lot of other crazy stuff went on during that. But uh, I didn't remember it at first when you just said that, but it, uh, I kind of slowly remember uh, that what, what was going on then. So, uh, I mean, yeah, that was... That's a good one. So good good topic, Justin. Thank you for that. Uh, we're going to get into some college football things here. I have a few items I didn't tell you guys about. Um, can you just quickly, this happened today, Kelly Bryant, uh, the Clemson, former Clemson starting quarterback, was benched, and now he said he's transferring. What are your thoughts? I thought he got hurt. I thought that's why Trevor Lawrence went in last game. Uh, I guess I was mistaken. Uh, yeah, I think I saw today that he wants uh, more of a uh, pro style where he can uh, go behind center. Um, and, you know, stuff like that. You, you get in that spread offense. Nobody, I mean, they're, they're kind of slowly running the spread in the NFL, but you want to get to the NFL, you got to be able to, you know, get behind center and, and uh, run the pro-style offense. But I don't know where he'll go. I would I would love to, well, no, I, I've been thinking about somebody else. I don't know where he'll go. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is going to be another guy that's going to transfer. I would love to see Jalen Hurts go to Auburn. I think that would be hilarious. But, um, Why well, do they have Stidham? I think Stidham's done after this year, isn't he? So? Okay, so Jalen, if Jalen goes... The whole the whole point, though, is him... To Auburn, then but, that position will be open. But the whole point is for him not to... Uh, that makes no sense. Why? He, he wants to play now. That's why Kelly Bryant's transferring. He wants to play now. I'm talking about Jalen Hurts. He, but hold on. Question for... I know you're talking about Jalen Hurts. He wants to play now. Why would he transfer because he's not going to play. Tua's going to play. Oh, my God. He's not getting this. He's not getting this! <laughs> Hertz won't transfer now because he wants to play. You just okay, said, I think he'll he transfer. Plays, Specify. Do you think he'll transfer at the end of the year? You if want to he transfer plays, now? he has to sit out next year because he won't be able to redshirt. Okay, so you did so not if he specify. Wants to we are talking now, about Kelly Bryant he, transferring And I now. brought up another guy. You stupid idiot. Yeah, we're talking about guys transferring now, and you just said Jalen Hurts. Specify. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I, I, I think I'm just going to go. This is great. I, I'm just going to sit back, continue to sit back. Dumbest so, thing I've ever heard. Well, no, so this, this, went, this went out today. Uh, we don't know where he's going to go. He didn't say anybody. You know, He didn't list out teams that he wants to go to. So we'll see where he goes. If Jalen Hurts wants to transfer now, mm-hmm. I would love to see him go to Auburn. Bear, yes. Stupid idiot. You just made the list. You don't even have a list. You I, even I got it right here. I'll drop the mic again. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I probably gave you that pen because you couldn't supply your own. You no, I got. I got first, this like, from work. For like four weeks, I had to give you a pen. No, I got. I got this from work. Oh, so stealing from the job, huh? Uh, I mean, it's free. Pens are free. Yeah. 
Someone doesn't do the books. All right. Well, so the next thing I added here, uh, I, there's two teams on here. So they had the most overrated college football stadiums. You know what ran in at number nine? Uh, wherever Notre Dame plays. Yes, Notre Dame. And here is why. Let's be brutally honest. I'm going to read this straight from my source. Uh, uh, who's your source, first of all? The Sportster. <laughs> so let's Never be heard of them. Brutally honest. It, if it was any other school, this stadium wouldn't get as much hype. True. It can hold how many fans, Brandon? 80,795. Okay. Lower than it did a few years ago and less than a lot of other places. It took until 1997 for them to have permanent lights and several <laughs> sections are still classic steel benches rather than seats. If they're in a conference, they'd have more money. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Notre Dame campus that enhances it. The allures of the library, Murrow, the grotto, and that passionate fan base. But its limitations have been shown in such things as long distances between restrooms and venues and lack of cover for bad weather. Please tell me when this was written, because I was just at Notre Dame Stadium three weeks ago. Please tell me when this is written, because this is totally bullcrap. Yes, a visit to Notre Dame is a big deal for any college football fan, but the actual stadium isn't the best among college places. When was it written? Please tell me a date. I, I don't <laughs> Have a day I, I need you. a day because they just they just well, renovated the stadium. It was probably okay, so it was probably last year. How much scaffolding okay, well, did they use? Now yeah. look, now look at it. How much scaffolding did they use? I'm not going to answer. That. So they took them until oh, 2018 okay. to get it up to par. Okay, and, and it took the Cubs till 1988 to get freaking lights in the stadium. Who cares? I mean, my I think, gosh. Well, hey, number okay. Do you know what the number one most overrated stadium was? Number one. Oh, uh, overrated? Yeah. I don't care. Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Cool. They can hold one hundred and twenty-five thousand. I don't. I don't give a shit. So hold on. Ohio State can hold one hundred and, and <laughs> freaking fifteen thousand. I don't give a shit. Well, here. The Big House is well-known to college fans as the home of the Michigan Wolverines football team. It's notable for its huge size and well-respected as ESPN loves to have their college game day there. The place is huge with more than 100,000 people able to be packed in and is very passionate based. The problem is the facilities aren't appropriate for the stadium size and the renovations in 2010 didn't exactly win over fans. And there's a serious lack of wheelchair accessible areas <laughs> and, the, and the lights are more of a distraction at night games. So I found that funny. I, don't. I, I was there in 20, 2008 when they re when they were making the renovations. So I don't know about it now, but I was just at Notre Dame Stadium. Well, no, not three weeks ago, two weeks ago, and I can tell you right now, they're the changes that they made. Um, I can tell that article is old. Actually, so. it was three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Was it three weeks? I don't know. It was. I was there this this season. So no, it was it was two weeks well, ago. sorry. Yeah. So it was written last so, year, but still. So they made some renovations. Congratulations. Was yeah, it for? It, you, there's not a bad seat in the Are house. they a you Catholic at, school? First of all, you look at the horseshoe. Are they a Catholic school? Yes. Okay. First of all, they, you look at the horseshoe, there's poles. I, I, I haven't even so been to that stadium. Why are, you bring, why are you bringing up Ohio State? We're because not talking about Ohio State. You we're talking about Notre Dame Stadium. There's not a they bad seat the in the best. house. There's not a bad seat in the house. I've sat in everywhere in that stadium. You can see everywhere. Everything. You've sat in all 80,000 seats? Yes, I have. Yes, I, I have. I, I highly doubt so, that. And you just admitted you've never been to the horseshoe. So how the hell do you know what goes on there? You don't. Because I've So don't speak of it. Don't speak of it. Don't speak of it. You've never sat. There. And you never Don't been to Notre Dame Stadium. And I never would. I didn't so, say anything. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't say anything. You can re- we, you can read this article about how their seats are terrible. I didn't even read it. <laughs> I don't care. You, you're acting like you're I listening wrote the to article. it. Yeah, you're listening to it because I know that I know that you, you so want to agree you. with that stupid article. I, I didn't agree with anything. Okay. I've never been there. I've been to Ann Arbor. That stadium sucks. Yeah, I can agree it's with a giant that. toilet. It is. So I mean, I don't. I didn't say one word. And you're attacking me right now, and it's it's hilarious. <laughs> well, and it's because it's always attack Notre Dame because of this. Notre Dame Stadium is freaking amazing. We attack Notre Dame because of okay. you. Yeah, you go it's, there it's and there's not a bad seat in the house. The restrooms are are, are you know in in you know, the seat. In, yeah, in walk up. You know whatever. They're close. 
you know, the concession stands, there's close concession stands, there's wheel there's wheelchair accessibility everywhere. There's a huge I mean, there's a there's, huge restroom right in the middle it, of that stadium it where the grass No, is. it doesn't matter. <laughs> that article is is stupid and I don't care who wrote it. He can call me up and get me on the Twitter. I don't give I don't give a shit. That article was terrible. <laughs> Can we? Uh, that review wrote that. I want to yeah, see that because I'm going to tweet him. All right. Yeah. Because so, no, Notre Dame Stadium. If you ever been there, you know. If you haven't, don't talk about it. No one cares. And you just <laughs> talked about Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm happy. Ways. You guys have had like four arguments today. I love this. And see, Brandon, I was so happy last week. I felt was the first time that he came out of that shell, and he is now here. And he is here to stay. Um, Jason did tell me that it sounded like he was going to cry and walk out on the last one, so I should be nicer to him. So that means I'm going to be even less nice. Okay, perfect. I, I don't remember that. Well, okay. Let, okay, so we're going to recap. Wait college, till he sees this one. Yeah, college college <laughs> four picks. So college, college four. Week four picks from college football. Sorry, guys. So I actually went eight, three, and one. I, I won that week. I was happy. And it put me back to 500. 22, 22, and 1. Bear and Brandon were both 7, 4, and 1. Bear's now sitting at 29, 15, and 1. So if you're betting with Bear, you almost doubled your money. Or Brandon. And Brandon's doing well, too. too. 27, 17, and 1. Two behind me. So we're going to get, let's get right into the pick. So week um, number one. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Go ahead. Before we start, um, last week, one, the Georgia Georgia game was the push. Georgia, Missouri was our push. Um, Penn State, Illinois, terrible beat. Absolutely terrible beat. Penn State scored 35 points in the fourth quarter to cover that game. <laughs> they were losing midway no, through the third. I thought it, I, I looked losing, at that, I'm like, And they well, covered that 28. Was That's insane. I was happy. It was a little bit disappointing. Um, Brandon finally lost on Notre Dame. Um, I've been picking them all year, and there was no way I was Is, not going to. Hey, Brandon, to. can you please tell me this, though? Was it because of that backup quarterback electrified that offense? It, it, yeah. It, Speaking yeah. of people who are going to transfer, Wimbush, he's gone. Well, he gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he kind of electrified that electrified that uh, offense. Uh, also, Wake Forest's pass defense was one of the worst in the nation. So, but uh, you took Wake Forest in the points. Yeah, yeah, because Notre Dame, just like I said, Notre, and I'm wrong again. Notre Dame does not blow out people. I accept. And they just except this past week. Yeah, except for this. But past the only week. one, the big shocker of the week, uh, Oklahoma going to overtime with Army. Oh gosh! Wow. And I almost took Army, and I wish I would have. I don't or nobody took army did they? Oh, no. They must and, be terrible cuz they played that academy, huh? They must be terrible. Oh god, just stop. Does Notre Dame play army this year? Or they play the Marines. They probably play the Air Force Reserves this year, don't they? No, they play the Coast Guard. You're an idiot. So, for oh, no, they, was, play, they don't funny. play army, they play navy. It was funny when navy played Ohio State back in uh, a couple years ago and Ohio then, State, Ohio State, State won by 30, 8. No, you beat them 31-27. You almost lost to them. It came down to an uh, onside kick. So, Okay, and uh, keep did, on ragging on the academies. Did, did they win? When was the last time Notre Dame was relevant? Oh, yeah, I don't remember either. When okay. was the last time Ohio State lost to Notre Dame? Yeah, I don't remember that either. So okay. keep talking. Okay. That, oh, that's it. You got Stop talking about the past. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll talk about the future. Who has more wins right now, Ohio State or Notre Dame? Um, um, Ohio they, State? No, they're the same. But oh. I just want to see what Brian was going to say to that. Dang. No, Notre Dame won. Well, not after this, not after this week. All right, so let's get right into the picks. Louisiana Lafayette at Alabama, 48 points. Alabama's going to win 52 to 10. So you're taking Jesus. Lafayette and the points. Yes. Okay. Well, I want Alabama because Lafayette got crushed. I want, listen, I want to give you who's going to win, and I'm going to give you the score. Well, then we have to okay. sit here and – I don't want to do math. Yeah. Tell me well, what you're sorry. taking. So you took Lafayette Yeah, I have Alabama big. Me, me 66 too. 66 nothing. Yeah, give me Bama. <laughs> Actually, I changed it. 69 to nothing. Yeah, I like it. 69 nothing. <laughs> And uh, I want to take 69 and a half to nothing. How's that? <laughs> Since Brandon doesn't understand halves. 
Tennessee. No, I, I don't bet. Sorry, I don't bet. Tennessee at Georgia. Can, can you score a half oh. point in football? No, so why okay, would you so give a half a point? Because oh God, again, idiot. for betting, they don't want to see. They don't want to have a line. They don't want people to push. Whatever. So there you go. Tennessee Whatever. at Georgia, number two Georgia. Brandon, thirty-one and a half. Georgia wins thirty-seven to seven. Okay, so you're taking Tennessee. Yes. Uh, this is going to be hard today. Georgia oh, for me. Deal. Oof, this is close. Tennessee just got blown out by Florida. Georgia looked meh against Missouri, so you. They're at 31 and a half, such a stupid number. I'll take Georgia 45 to 7. Okay. Um, next, Syracuse at number three, Clemson, 24. Clemson wins. Syracuse covers 31 20. Okay. I also have Syracuse. Is that good? Can I, is that okay for you guys? Yeah, that's good. Okay. So you have Syracuse. I have Syracuse. I also am going to take Syracuse. 24 is a lot, and Syracuse, uh, I mean, Florida State isn't that great, but Syracuse beat the crap out of Florida State. So uh, I think they should be pretty competitive with Clemson. Clemson always has that slip up somewhere here right about now um, after playing a whole bunch of nobodies all year. And wasn't it, was it Syracuse you took to beat uh, in the points against Florida State? Yeah. Was that it? And they won that game. Yeah. Um, okay, next, number four. Ohio State at number nine, Penn State, three and a half. Okay, well, I don't know how to clarify this, but Penn State wins 27 to 24. So you got Penn State. Yes. I got Ohio State. I think they'll win by more than three and a half. Uh, without Bosa, is going to be it's going to be rough. Um, oh, he's out still? Yes. He's going to be out to November, November, they said. He got surgery. I yeah, did not see that, no. Which I hate to say that it's – good it's not it's never good to see someone get hurt but i think this means he comes back for a senior year which would be nice i don't think he'll go to the nfl i i don't i i don't know you guys still got the top you guys got one of the best defensive lines in the nation they do so. and, and some guys stepped up last week but they still struggled they're still giving up big plays and mcsorley is going to be good with that the thing is is that last year they played in ohio state and they shut down barkley and mcsorley had nobody else this year with pretty much the same defense besides denzel ward and no barkley i don't know where Penn State's going to get their offense from. Um, like I said, Penn State, even though they scored 35 straight last week, looked like crap against Illinois. They almost lost to Appalachian State at home. And then they blew out everybody else. Yeah, but they played nobody. They played Eastern or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm not really worried about the MAC teams here. Um, so I'm going to go with Ohio State by seven. I, I'm i going to see what this line does closer to game time. If it stays at three and a half, I might put a little bit of money on Penn State because I could see Ohio State winning by three. It opened at four. Yeah, and I want to see if it goes down any more. I'm going to take Ohio State, but if it stays here at three and a half, it's probably going to be just a full avoid, more or less. I don't like betting when I'm invested. Last year, um, after Penn State beat them in Penn State two years ago, um, I knew it was. Uh, I think Ohio State was um, like a one point favorite or something like that, and I put a lot of money on them. They won by two, I think, or three. It was an odd score last year. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Ohio State by seven. Twenty-seven twenty. Okay, and uh, next, Baylor at number five, Oklahoma, 23 and a half. Uh, Oklahoma wins 41-13, so they cover. I'm also taking Oklahoma. Um, after a couple scares the last few weeks, I think they're going to beat the living shit out of Baylor at home. I have, I have Oklahoma as well. So we're, we're still in line, Bear, with all our picks so far. Um, Mississippi at six, number six, LSU. Uh, 12-point dog for Mississippi. 
Yeah, LSU's not. I mean, uh, Mississippi's not that good. LSU's at home. They will cover twenty-seven to six. Didn't Bama score like thirty-five points on them in like six minutes? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, LSU. They played. You know, like we said last week, Louisiana Tech. You know, they were going to play them tight. Uh, Gary, I think that was one of the ones you missed. Actually, you mm-hmm. took LSU. I did. Um, I, I I think they, that they were they had a chance. They were starting to blow them out, and then they uh, came uh, back. Yeah, Louisiana like, Tech on. stayed close, and that's what you know. L- LSU doesn't. They don't like to blow out teams. Right. You know, they're kind of that way. But I think that they in in, in um, SEC rivals. Yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna do some work to Ole Miss this week. Ole Miss's defense is bad. I think Joe Burrow should have a field day with them. So give me LSU probably by twenty one. And I also have LSU. Next game, number seven, Stanford at number eight, Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Notre Dame is? Notre Dame is. <laughs> Alrighty, I think uh, along with the Ohio State-Penn State game, I think this, uh, these two games are going to be the best games of the day. This game is going to – They're on at the same time too, aren't they? They're they are on the, They are on at the same time. Uh, for some reason, Ohio State's playing at 7.30. I don't know why they're kicking uh, off at 7.30. I think they're Usually at it's eight. Like 8. You guys are at 7.30, I think, isn't it? I haven't seen 7.30 for Ohio NBC's State. NBC's always so. a little bit earlier than ABC. No, I know. I think, I, I'm think i just saying I saw Ohio State. Is Ohio State, State on ABC or M- or, uh, ESPN? They gotta I think be on ABC. ABC. they got to be on ABC. ABC. So it'll be 8.20. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why I haven't seen 7.30 for them. So, uh, th- yeah, this game's going to be it's gonna be close. It's going to be back and forth. Um, last week, Ian Book came in. And lit up that Wake Forest defense. He's not going to do that again this week. I was getting pissed off with Todd Blackledge because he kept on saying uh, Trace McSorley. And he even threw out Baker Mayfield, and I was getting kind of pissed. Um, Ian Book is not Trace McSorley. He is not Baker Mayfield. He had one start. I mean, no, this is his second start. Threw for over 300 yards, rushed for three touchdowns. He's not going to do that again this year. Uh, he's not going to do that again this week against Stanford. Uh, five and a half. <laughs> This game is going to be 31-30 Notre Dame. Um, last year, Notre Dame lost to Georgia 20-19 at home, right? Yes, because yeah. they couldn't kick a field goal. 20-19 Stanford. Okay, and uh, so we all took Stanford in not, terms of the points. I'm going to have to look at that because if it really is five it, and a half. It is. Even, like, even, if Notre, even if Notre Dame wins, I think they win by three or less. Well, right now it dropped down to five, but we're saying five and a half. I need so, to, I'm going to get on Bovada. So we've got um, – We've got that. We all took Stanford in the points. So I mean, I took Notre Dame to win, but yeah, but, but you got Stanford in the points, so that's good. Notre Dame's going to win. No, 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 Stanford is. Yep, Southern no. Miss Go at Irish. number ten, Auburn. Twenty-seven points for Auburn. Uh, I can't do quick math either. Auburn wins forty-one seventeen. So so Auburn covers. They cover. Yep. Is that ma- quick? Is that quick math? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You said thirty, so and it's twenty-seven. Yeah, um, I'm taking Auburn. They should blow them out. Yeah, I have Auburn as well. Yeah. Bear man, we are just sticking together. Last one: Central Michigan at twenty-one. Michigan State twenty-eight and a half. Uh, Michigan State wins twenty-seven fourteen. I think this game will be close. So Central. Yeah, I'm going to take Central Michigan in the points. Uh, so um, Central's garbage. Yeah, twenty-seven fourteen. Uh, Michigan State just blew someone out last week. Who'd they play? What other Max school did they Indiana. play? Indiana. Oh, yeah, Indiana. I thought they played some. Why do they think they played somebody else? I don't know. Um, uh, the tw- I hate the half. I hate it so much because I can just see Michigan going up, Michigan State going up by four touchdowns and just keeping it there and holding it. I hate the half, too, because I don't freaking understand it. 
it's not that complicated. But like I said, yes, I always I always bet on the side um, that I think with the halves. So I am going to take Central Michigan. They will lose by 28, cover 28 and a half. And I um, am taking Michigan State. I think they finally – this is the, the biggest opening spread they've had with uh, Central Michigan. I think they finally get it together, I hope. This is more of a hope than anything. And uh, just blow the shit out of Central Michigan. So hopefully that happens. So next, as we get into the NFL, one of the things I wanted to cover was the roughing the passer penalties. So do you guys take a guess through week three how many roughing the passing, roughing the passer penalties have there been? Has there been like forty-two? Bear. Uh, I'm gonna say thirty-four. 34 is correct. Woo! Nailed that one. Four of them were on this past Monday Night Football, and if you watch that game, Gerald McCoy pulled off of Ben and apologized mid-hit and said, my fault, Ben, Even and he even tried to help him up. He bumped him, and then he backed off and didn't even go down with him through the penalty. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Especially with, like, Clay Matthews. He had he had two weeks in a row he had a call. My my thing real quick is just we might as well put flags on these quarterbacks and play some flag football. Okay. So, sorry, Brian. I know that you really wanted to go in on this first. I'm going to make mine quick, and I will let you do your rant because you are a former defensive lineman. Um, first of all, Clay Matthews the the uh, against Kirk Cousins, definitely, I think in my opinion, according to the rule, I don't think it is a roughing the pass, but according to the rule, he did spear him and land his body weight into him. Absolutely. This week against Alex Smith – he did not look like he did that. It looked like he landed off to the side, more or less, and they still called it, and he's going to get that call because it's already happened to him. I think it was a terrible call. It's ridiculous. Uh, I think Demarcus Lawrence did the same thing to Russell Wilson, I want to say. Um, you know, a clean, perfect tackle, wrap-up tackle, and they called him for it because they said he is, you know, he's putting his weight into the quarterback. If you sack somebody, where's your weight supposed to go? You can't throw him to the ground because of concussions. If you sack him straight on with a perfect wrap-up tackle to the chest, your weight's going to fall on the quarterback. That's just how it's going to happen. That's how tackles happen. And I don't know if you heard, the dude from Miami, their defensive lineman, I can't think of his name, tried to not do that and tore his ACL in the process. Yep. So a guy got hurt trying not to land his body weight on the quarterback. But because this is such a quarterback-driven league and that's all Roger Goodell cares about because his big money is Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, he's protecting them. This is the Aaron Rodgers rule from the whole collarbone thing. I mean, it's a Tom Brady rule from 2008 when they tore his ACL and they went low on him. So both of those guys have impacted this, and it's not their fault. They're not the ones making the rules. But at the end of the day, they Goodell knows where his money's at, and it's in those guys. It's in these big-name quarterbacks, and he doesn't want them hurt. Why doesn't Cam Newton get some of these calls? You know, Why don't you see some of these guys? Even Stafford doesn't get some of these calls sometimes. You know why? Because they're not Rodgers and they're not Brady, and it's a bad, bad rule, and they need to change it fast. I agree with you, and I... I, I, I don't know what they're supposed to do. Like, you sack a quarterback, like like you just said, where are you supposed to put your body? I mean, this is such a boom-boom uh, kind of game where you have there's you can't react that quickly when you're, when you're sacking somebody. Your job is to sack the quarterback. Um, I think the rules of hitting the head, I think that's good. You know, you shouldn't be able to hit the head. Um when when you're taught to tackle, you're you're, you're taught to tackle the hip. That's what you're supposed to aim for. You're supposed to aim for the hip. And you know we talk about oh this is such a star driven league. You know what? This ain't Joe Schmo in the freaking NFL. You have you have Aaron. Rod- Nobody's going to take Aaron Rodgers' job. Okay. Mike McCarthy should have done a better job last year with Brett Hundley and coached him better. 
Coach your players, okay? I don't care about stars, okay? Colin Cowherd went on a rant this week about that. I don't care about stars, okay? The NFL, coaches should be able to coach their players. You should be able to put anybody in when they get injured. I know Aaron Rodgers is not, is not his job to um, help his backup quarterback. He should, he, you know, this isn't this isn't tennis though, okay? This isn't one, you know, one. You're a team, okay? Help the person that's behind you. Nobody's going to take Aaron Rodgers' job. No one's going to take Tom Brady's job. No one's going to take Drew Brees' job. Okay, I can tell you that right now. These coaches need to do a better job of coaching their backups. You know who did a good job coaching their backups last last year? Doug Peterson. The Eagles went on, won a Super Bowl. That's how you're supposed to do it. Coach your freaking backups. I don't care about this as a star-driven league and we want to see Aaron Rodgers. We don't want to see Brett Hundley against freaking uh, whoever the backup is for New England. I don't even know anymore. But I think the rule, I know it's the rule. Okay, I get it. It's the rule. You can't lay your body where you can't drive them into the ground. I don't know what the hell else you're supposed to do. You're just supposed to, you know, I, I, I don't know. I can't even come up with a, a way to do it because I don't even know. Um, Flag what, football. Put flags on them. I mean, you know, everybody's did you, talking did about. You see the, did you watch Monday Night Football? I did. Did you see and the one where uh, McCoy, I think, came around? It, well, it might not have been McCoy. It was uh, it was JPP. He came around, and he was coming trying to get around the guy off the right, and Roethlisberger was right in the end zone. And he flipped his hand up and, like, tipped the back of his head, and Roethlisberger had the biggest flop in the entire world and fell down. They called roughing the passer well, on did, that. Yeah, that, he said that he, he even stated in his radio show that he even acted on that. He, yeah. He, he well, did you see extra, Dak did that, too? i got to give it to Dak. I, he played I, he played big flop this weekend. The one where he got pushed, yeah. But it was still it, late. Barely, but he's like, right. But he got one, pushed after One the, hand push. Right? You know, this is, this is the NFL. But I know what you're saying, but I'm just this saying he the, flopped it pretty big. LeBron flop. I understand that. This is, the, this is the NFL. You're going to have. But he doesn't it. get calls any other way. So right. you're going right. to have. You're going to have situations where teams are going to lose because of this. It's going to come down to the fourth quarter where someone's going to make a tackle. Already like has this. the Packers. I know. I mean, and it's going to keep on happening. And that's what's sad about that. You're going to have these players, the defensive players, whose job is to tackle. Okay. Then I, just like I said before, their their job is not to attack the head. You, okay. You can't hit the head. That's obvious. Okay. You can't. You know. Attack the hip, and that's what that's what these guys are, that's what these guys are taught to do. But you know, we live in a star-driven league where we got to see all these stars. You know what my thing is? I just said it before. Coach your players better. Coach your backup quarterbacks. Get them ready to go. I don't care if, if I, I, you know football is football to me. I love football. I can watch anybody. I don't need to see Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I can see Brett Hundley go up there and play uh, against Matt Stafford. Thank you, Bear. Against you know on Monday Night Football. I don't care. It's football to me. You're throwing the ball. There's eleven on eleven. Okay. Um, this rule is gonna. It's, they're gonna change it. It's not gonna last after this year. Uh, they need. They need to change it. And I. I don't know. That's all I got on that because I'm just repeating myself. No, you're okay. And so we'll go right into the. So the recap of week three results and Bear and I had the same exact picks. We were ten and six. Brandon was eight and eight. So overall, Bear is still a game up on me. He's twenty eight eighteen and two. I am twenty seven nineteen and two. And Brandon is twenty four. 22 and 2. And I just want to throw this out there. Hey, on the pigskin pick 'em, who who who's winning that right now? Um, I, who does the podcast? Uh, uh yeah, I think it's us. So, all of you guys out there that are listening trying to do the pigskin pick 'em, you can't beat us. Just like we said, we're going to have to sit here in our own merch cuz we can't give anything away cuz nobody can touch us. We've gone 10 and 10 the last 2 weeks. Yeah, it's pretty good. We rock. We've uh, overtaken Mr. Perfect, who obviously isn't that perfect. Uh, v Elise. He had a rough week. 
and the uh, West Texas Rednecks. West Texas Rednecks had 10 this week, too, I think. Good week as well. Good yeah. week. So we're, what are we, a game up on a few of those? Yes, we are one game up on V. Elise and Mr. Perfect, and then two games up on the West Texas Rednecks, well, Wellington's winners, and Jake35284, who will be on next week. Yep. Maybe he'll be. overtake us next week. I, I, I know. I don't think so. If he does, we're not going to let him on. No, you're right. I'll be with. I, I should be with him uh, the next couple of days. So, doing some shows. Okay. Yeah. Good. But uh, yeah, just keep on. You know, keep on playing. Keep on picking these games. You know, I think we all lost the uh, Minnesota Buffalo game. I don't think we. I don't think I any think, of us. I think uh, somebody picked. Bu- I feel like somebody may have picked Buffalo, but I don't know who. Um, I don't know. They, I saw. Did you see who joined there last week? The ex-wife. Mm. I hate her so much. <laughs> like she joined in there. She's got. I think she's got nine wins. I think she had eight last week, didn't she? Yeah, I think she did have eight last oh, week. Oh gosh, why did she get in? I should. She she listens to this apparently. If she knew how to get into it, does I'm she sure. actually? Does she actually do her research, or does she just like? Oh, I like that city. I've been there. Oh, I oh like she. That, I like she picks colors. who she thinks gonna win. I mean, she's she's a Steelers fan, so uh, I know she picked them, but we picked them as well. So can't really say anything about that. We all kind of felt that they would not go 0-3, and they almost did. They almost blew that in yeah, the second Tam- half. Tampa was coming back. They didn't score any points in the second half, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Fitz uh, Magic came back in the second half, yeah, but it was just Fitz not enough. dud in the first half. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was three rough. picks, right? Yeah, three picks. Those, those one, were, one, one not was, his fault. Yeah, one overthrown of Mike Evans stopped running a route. He may have caught it if he did, and then, yeah, the third that one that red, was the pick six that red was zone. bad. You can't throw he, a pick like that. Oh, that was, that was just a bad, bad pass. All right, so week four, uh, Panthers and Redskins are off. It starts the bye weeks this week. So our first game, Thursday night, Vikings at Rams. Yeah, this is a short week, obviously, with these Thursday games. Uh, the Vikings have to travel to L.A. They are, um, yeah, they're coming off that loss to Buffalo. Uh, I think they're going to lose, too. I'm going to go with the Rams. Yep, definitely taking the Rams as well. Rams here. Jets at Jags. Jags, who just suffered a loss against Tennessee, which was one of our losses. Yeah, crazy games. Nine to six, they lost. Um, this will probably be twelve to nine. Yeah, they're playing the Jets. Um, Jags. Yeah, the Jags at home will rebound here. They'll beat up on the Jets. Rookie quarterback they get to feast on. Darnold's going to throw a few picks in this one. I think Jags big. Jags as well. Dolphins at Patriots. Yeah, Patriots coming back home. Uh, I'm just going to keep on rolling. Uh, home team, Patriots. <sighs> I kind of want to go out on a limb and take Miami, but yeah, the Patriots just never lose at home. New England close, very close. I want New England as well. Eagles at Titans. And I'm going to break that. I'm going to take the road team, the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles as well. Uh, Mariota is just not healthy. The Tennessee, I mean, this Tennessee team is not good. They have no offense at all, and their defense is mediocre at best. So, yeah, the Eagles should pound them out. Give me the Eagles as well. Texans at Colts. And, by the way, the 0-3 Texans at the Colts. Yeah, they're going to get their first win, Texans. Oof, I don't know. The Colts have been playing a lot of people tough. They played Philly tough, came down to another last uh, you know, last drive where Luck ended up, um, I think he ended up getting sacked on 4th and 10 or something like that at the 13 of Philadelphia. So he had a chance to go and score. And they've been close in every game. Um, oh, man. I'm gonna, I'll, take, I'll take the Texans. they got to win one eventually, right? Yeah, they, they right now have the longest losing streak in the NFL. Yeah, they do. That's the funny thing. Uh, I, I know we're taking Texans as a team, but I give me the Colts. Um, Bills at, pa- at, 
Patriots. Bills at Packers. Packers coming back home after that loss to Washington. I'm going to take the Packers. Yeah, Bills are not winning two in a row. Um, Mike McCarthy will have his team ready. Rodgers should smoke this defense that is not that great. They're a decent defense, but not very good. I think that uh, Packers should win big. I got the Packers as well. The game of the week for us, Lions at Cowboys. I know as a podcast, uh, well, at least I thought, you know, when I was making this pick that we're probably going to take the Cowboys, but I'm going to take the Lions. Cowboys at home, I think they're going to play better than they do on the road, which normally is the opposite way around. Maybe it's a little bit different this year. Passing game comes alive. Bold prediction of the week, Dak goes for over 300. Cowboys, uh, 27-24. Cowboys as well. So we will take it as a podcast, Brandon. Bucks at Bears. This is a tougher this one is, than I would have thought. This is a tough one because the Bears' defense is very tough. I don't think that uh, Fitzgerald is going to go four games in a row with 400 Fitz, yards. Who's Fitzgerald? Fitzpatrick. I'm sorry. Fitzpatrick. Larry Fitzgerald plays yeah. for the Cardinals. The That's Edmund right. Fitzgerald is a ship that sank. That is true. Sank. There was, you go. It was what, a, what there, was, there was a song. Superior. There you go. Good job. Who sang the song? Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> I could just okay. keep going. <laughs> It's, good, um, it's a good song. You should listen to it. Okay, so Fitzpatrick. The legend lives on from the Chippewan. <laughs> Fitzpatrick will not. Okay. The Fitzpatrick will not <laughs> throw for his fourth consecutive 400-yard game. Um, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to take the Bucks. Bear? Are you taking the Bears? What the hell was that? You just went off on how Fitzpatrick isn't going to do this, that, and then you say you're going to take the Bucks. I said he's not going to throw for 400 yards. He'll throw for maybe, I'm going to say, 270, well, I'll let, a couple I'll, touchdowns. I'll let Bear be the deciding factor this time because it's usually me. I'm taking the Bears. Uh, duh, Bears. <laughs> okay, Bears. Bengals at Falcons. Um, let's go Falcons. Yeah, I don't think they'll lose again at home. I think it'll be another high-scoring game, though. I think Dalton has a big game. Um, we'll see if A.J. Green's healthy or not. If he's not healthy, Falcons should beat him handily. If he is healthy, he's going to have a big game. So uh, Falcons by 3 or 17, pending A.J. Green. Falcons. Seahawks at Cardinals. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Cardinals. Uh, they decided to throw in Josh Rosen there, you know, against the Bears. And they're like, hey, go win us a game here in the fourth quarter. <laughs> with four um, and a half minutes left. Yeah, with four and a half minutes left. I, I don't I, – yeah, they're, they're a bad team as well. Um, Seahawks. Yeah, I think uh, Seahawks win this week. Steve Wilkes gets fired. Uh, give me that 12th man. Um, Browns at Raiders. Dub Browns. Gary, go ahead. The Browns. All right, I'm going to take the Browns because if it was the Raiders, <laughs> I thought about it. I, they got to win eventually. I mean, they do. I, I I do think they do. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a low scoring game. It's going to be a 17 to 14, um, you know, slugfest more or less. Gruden's got to win eventually, but I, I do think the Browns pull it out with a last second field goal. How about that? Here, Something here, they're not used to. I'm going to tell you some of the memes and things I saw about the Browns real quick. So it has a picture of Baker Mayfield. It says. Plays first NFL game ever. Gets all of Northeast Ohio wasted. Yep. <laughs> Truth. Uh, the other one was, this was fun about Carlos Hyde. So on Thursday when they won, he turned 28. Yeah, he ran sense. for 98 yards and two touchdowns that night as the Browns won their first game in 635 days. And then his son, Carlos Jr., was born. Pretty yep. neat. I like that. And then uh, that I saw another meme. I'll show you guys this. It says, remember that time Baker Mayfield showed up right before halftime and the Browns won the Thursday night beer fridge bowl? Did yeah, you guys see that when it's? 
Put yeah, a throwback to Waterboy. I, I like that one. That yeah, good. Uh, the one with Carlos Hyde. I mean, that's amazing. I saw that. That's 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 awesome. Uh, Baker Mayfield is not going to do. He's not going to play. Just like I was talking about with Ian Book, he's not going to keep on doing this. Um, you know, uh, he's not going to keep on doing this. Baker, Mayf- Baker Mayfield will come back down, you know, to earth. Uh, but yeah, the Browns will win. And actually, I think my favorite meme out of all of those was uh, Baker Mayfield is now one win away from surpassing Browns quarterback legend Johnny Manziel. Or tying yeah, I, saw that. Wins. <laughs> I saw that. Too. And I think that I think we can all say that all of Ohio has forgiven Baker Mayfield for planting the flag in Columbus. I saw that one too. That was yeah. uh, that was a tweet from Lincoln Riley that yep. uh, he uh, threw out there. Yes, he did. All right, I Matt. don't care. It's not even grass. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't plan anything. Saints at Giants. Giants, who actually played pretty pretty well this past week, Saquon. They finally used him how they should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, they they need to, but they're not going to win. Saints. I got the Saints. I do as well. That was more. That was a I think a surprising victory by the Giants last week. Uh, didn't expect that. Figured Houston would have got their first win last week. All right, 49ers at Chargers. Jimmy Garoppolo out with an ACL. We got that on a couple days ago. Uh, Chargers. Yeah, give me the Chargers as well. Losing Garoppolo isn't the best. Beathard won't be bad. Um, he was manageable last year. I think he won a couple games. He is not the best thing in the entire world, but he is no uh, Brandon Whedon as a backup. So Beathard, Beathard can play. San Diego's defense is not that good. L.A. again. Sorry, shit. <laughs> L.A., it's, it's going to take a little bit. Yeah, the Chargers defense. Wait, there we go. wait till 2020 when we got to say Vegas Raiders. There you uh, go, Rich Eisen. <laughs> Yeah, they just, uh, they're not that great. So I would think that, um, you know, it'll be closer than most people think. And, and Beathard is no pushover. I, you know, he can play quarterback in the NFL, but Chargers still get it. I got Chargers as well. Sunday night football, Ravens at Steelers. Give me, nah, give me the Steelers. Yeah, these always uh, punch them in the face kind of games. It's always fun to watch. It'll be a fun one Sunday night. Um, I think. I didn't look up the stats on the last few, but I know Pittsburgh's won, I think, the last three or four against Baltimore. Um, so give me give me the Steelers close. I have the Steelers as well. Ben always plays good on primetime. It, it doesn't matter if it's Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. He always does well, especially at home. So give me the Steelers as well. What about, like, Tuesday night? Well, if they play Tuesday, might Tuesday night SmackDown. Wednesday night? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Chiefs Friday at, night? <laughs> Chiefs at Broncos, Monday night football. Uh, Chiefs. Yeah, they got to lose eventually. I do think that Denver probably will upset them this week, but I'm taking Kansas City. I have Kansas City as well. So that wraps up our picks for the week. Good luck to everybody against us. I hope you do not do well and we pull ahead. Agreed. Even though I still want to see the Colts win because I think that was the difference. Was that the only difference that we had, Bear, Colts? Yeah. The only difference we had. So that could be if the Colts win, I could be tied with you. If that happens, if not, I'm two games behind. Brandon can catch us up. He he had a few that were against us, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, he did last week, and he went one and three in those. So, but it was the one win he had was the game that we wish he didn't have. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Dallas sucks. All right, DraftKings picks quarterback this week. Who we got? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on going with a hot hand. I'm gonna go Patrick Mahomes. That is also who I have. I have Andy Dalton this week. I'm going under the radar, guys, for the most part this week. So give me Dalton on the road. He's gonna throw for a lot of yards. And they're playing behind. They're gonna be playing behind. And the Falcons just don't have a good defense. They've lost quite right. a few guys, and they don't have a lot of guys on the defensive front. So there shouldn't be much pressure. Like you said, if AJ Green is in, Dalton's gonna be a great play this week. All right, running back. 
Uh, well, John Gruden said he doesn't have a pass rush, so maybe they won't have a rushing game uh, defense either. So rushing defense either. So I'm going to take Carlos Hyde. I think my favorite John Gruden quote is, it's really hard to find a good pass rusher in the NFL. Yeah, after they got rid of Khalil Mack. <laughs> that was fantastic. Wow, wow. that one hurt. Um, running back Melvin Gordon this week, he is on absolute fire right now. Like you said, the Chargers should run all over San Francisco, so Gordon should have another big game. And I, because I had this defense, the Saints defense, who is absolute trash, and the Giants finally realized how to use Saquon Barkley. Give me Saquon Barkley this week. Like it. Yes. Wide receiver this week? That's a good pick. I'm going to go uh, Will the Thrill Fuller. Yeah, I think that he should have a, a decent week this week. Give me Antonio Brown last game in Pittsburgh against Baltimore. 11 catches, 213 yards. Yeah, A.B. all day. I, I, thought, I thought about taking him. But I think Fuller's questionable this week because he is on my team. He's questionable every week. Yeah, this is true. His hamstring is about to fall off at some point. Give me the hot hand because nobody can touch this uh, former Buckeye, big guy, good route runner, Michael Thomas. No, 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 no. No, no. No, no. All right. And tight end. Yes, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Brandon, tight end uh, for you. I yeah, this was hard for me, but you know what? I'm going to take the Bills are bad. Hopefully they'll still they'll they'll stay bad. Give me Jimmy Graham. I also have Jimmy Graham this week. Good pick. I thought about Jimmy Graham, but uh, with the Monday Night Football game in in Denver, give me Travis Kelsey with Mahomes. Pair him up. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, my, that's another. See, that's another guy I was thinking about. But my my cool. note on Jimmy Graham this week was I have a hunch he scores. <laughs> yeah, that's a good hunch. So the last topic we have is okay. So I want to go this, do this again. Defense, defense, <laughs> Jags. Good one. I actually just picked up the Packers this week because I had the Vikings in fantasy football. So I'm going to use the Packers against the Bills. Um, they're not the best defense in the world, but they're going to shut down Josh Allen and not have all this runaround bullshit he did against Minnesota because they didn't expect it. And Minnesota's defense right now with I don't know if you saw Everson, Ever, Emerson, Everson, e- Everson, Everson, Golson, Golson, Griffin, no, Griffin. No, it's Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, um, allegedly threatened to shoot someone in a hotel. Break into and, someone's and, and house. allegedly broke into a, a teammate's house, which they said didn't happen. Yeah, uh, said, Trey Wayne said it didn't happen. Yeah. But he is actually at the hospital under, under mental evaluation right now and can't play. Um, and the Vikings are going to the best offense in the league, the Rams. So, yeah, I had to find someone, and I think Green Bay is going to be a good fill-in this week. Allen should have at least two or three picks. Yeah, that's that's no that's no laughing matter, so hopefully, you know, he's – yeah, mental health is a yeah, serious thing, so you know, hopefully he gets that figured out. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of the whole Bills thing or if obviously he's had to have this before. You just don't randomly just get a metal, mental illness. Yeah, I, so I don't know. It would be interesting. Give me um, with the first start for Rosen this week and the Seahawks coming off a good game against Dallas. Give me the Seahawks. I like that. I hope that um, the Seahawks – I hope Rosen has a huge game. Nate just picked up the Seahawks defense, so go Rosen, go Cardinals. <laughs> Cardinals Are you playing, fi- Nate? 56. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get my ass whipped this week. Yeah, and you I, have a. I'm not going to win. My running backs like, are trash. You know, did you see what is it? The bottom six teams in our league are one and two. Yeah, yeah. and I'm leading those. You're leading those. And like I'm, a, I'm in last of those, so, so I need some wins. So the first week I lost a high score. Second week I lost a second high score. This week I was second high score and won by four because Boswell missed a 45 yard field goal and an extra point, or I would have lost again. Yeah, it's going to be a bad year of fantasy. I can just tell. I just got lucky this I week. I thought I thought I was because I came out. My guys came out hot. Everybody, I mean, bench as well. But then um, Brady seven. You know that didn't help me. But I still won by 12. Um, and then uh, Lindsey, he got thrown out for yeah, he, for throwing, yeah, <laughs> throwing the yeah, punches like, in the yeah, yeah throwing the punches in the pile. Woo. Yeah, so you know I got lucky there. So hopefully this week we can pull it out as well. I think I play Kenny. 
So we'll see what happens. And I just looked at it. I'm predicted to win, and way, I don't have Kurt, a kicker in. i got to put one in. The biggest curse ever. He just picked up Garoppolo this week, and he tore his ACL. So Kenny is confirmed uh, quarterback NFL curse. Yeah, or anybody almost. Yeah, he had Rodgers last year, Johnson last year, Olsen last year. Does all he have Johnson Dalvin, this year? Dalvin Cook. Does he have Johnson this year? Yeah, he does. Who's not doing that well. Not doing great, but he's not injured. This was his first big right. injury, so right, I think right. the Kenny curse is back. Yep. All right, so let's go into the top three athletes from any sport to never win a title. Bear came up with this. I like it a lot, so it'll be interesting to see top three. Brandon, who do you have at number three? Uh, I'm going to throw out some you know, honorable mentions. There's a lot. Oh, I have those yeah, too. There, Sorry. There is a lot. There is a lot, so I'm going to go with Charles Barkley. That's, he, that's he's one, one of mine. Yeah, that's one of the obvious. Uh, Tony Gwynn. I mean, gosh, mm-hmm. that guy was a great hitter. Great one. Uh, AI, Probably the second best hitter of all time. Yeah. Maybe third. Yeah, AI, definitely Allen Iverson. Dan Marino, uh, amazing. And uh, just another one, Ted Williams. Like I said, there's there's so many. But He's the second best hitter yeah, of all time. Ted yep. Williams, uh, yeah, just unbelievable. The only guy to bat over 400 um, in a season. But um, number three. He was the last guy to bat over 400 last, in a last, season. I'm sorry, last. Yeah, last. Um, number three, I don't care if he's got an asterisk next to him, Barry Bonds. Yeah. He, I, I didn't make him an honorable mention because there's so many. I mean, there's a lot of good athletes there, but he would be up there. Yeah, whatever, the steroids and all that, doesn't matter. Um, he never won a title, um, so I think that's a good pick right there. Like I said, he was he would be in my top five for sure. My number three is uh, the mailman, Carl Malone. I mean, second most all-time, uh, or second most points in the NBA all-time. MVP in 97 and 99. Had his number retired by Utah. He lost the finals in 97 and 98, both to Michael, and then lost in 04 to the Pistons. Um, he averaged 38 minutes a game in the playoffs. Had 193 playoff games. This dude is an absolute freak. 38 minutes a game in the playoffs. I mean, that's You know like, why they call him the mailman? Because he always delivers. <laughs> Except the championship. That's why he's on this list. Except that. Um, But, you know, and and he's a great athlete. Obviously did the WCW thing, which was awesome. WCW. (laughs) But... But Malone was, you know, I, I he was always one of uh, the guys I, I liked watching while playing. But, you know, Utah, I loved watching Stockton and Malone. That was always one of my favorite teams. I did like Jordan when I was younger. It was always fun to watch. But every kid is enamored to the best, you know. That's just how it is. But watching Stockton and Malone was actually pretty cool as well. So Malone, number three. Um, I wanted to make him number one. The only reason why I didn't is because the two other guys ahead of him, I personally, are my two favorites. And my honorable mentions, I also had Barkley. Malone was an honorable mention. I had Eric Dickerson there mm-hmm. as well, and then Jim Kelly. I mean, let him to four straight Super oh, Bowls yeah. and just got beat up by the NFC East. So yeah. put Jim Kelly there. Number three for me, you mentioned him, Brandon. Ted Williams, last person to bat over 400 in the season. It was actually 406, mm-hmm. yep. and he had a career on-base percentage of 482. Yeah, insane. And he also had 521 career home runs, and he left baseball for three years in his prime. World War II, right? To fight in World yeah. War II. So yep. we thank him for his service, and uh, <laughs> you know he's obviously not. Yeah, we, we thank him for his service 85 years ago. <laughs> yeah, thank you, back to back World War champions. We appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, so, Teddy. Yeah, thanks, Ted. He's number three for me. Brandon, number two. Number two for me is Randy Moss. Okay, he like it. definitely an honorable mention. Gotta love Randy Moss. Um, I mean, honorable mention to you, but. I mean, he, but he's one of my favorites as well. I'm just saying, like, I think Randy Moss is good. Like I said, there's so many people. 
My number two, Allen Iverson. Um, you know, he lost to the Lakers in the only finals he went to. Number one overall pick out of Georgetown in 96. He had an MVP in 2001. He was a four-time scoring champ, three-time uh, steals champ as an undersized point guard. I mean, dude was a monster. Dude was probably the first guy to ever cross over and embarrass Jordan, um, if you've ever looked that up and watched that. He is. He was always one of my favorites. He was my. He was the first. I, I know I said Michael, but Allen Iverson was the first guy. He was before LeBron. I mean, that was the guy I looked up to. The first shoes I ever bought were Iversons, uh, basketball shoes wise. Iverson was always one of my idols. I love Allen Iverson. Always will love Allen Iverson no matter where. Even when he was with the Pistons, I still root for the man. Love Bra- Allen Iverson. Brandon, what were the first shoes you bought? Who who were they? I I don't know. I was just talking about when you had the Velcro shoe. I had the Velcro shoe. I had the Sega shoe. <laughs> Sega shoe was awesome. Velcro. Was it, got was made it, fun of for those, but the, hey, they were it, awesome. Was it the Sonic shoe? Make you go faster? I don't know what it was. It just said Sega on it, but yeah, I mean, they were <laughs> awesome. Sega had a shoe. They were, they were awesome shoes. No, I, I never got into the basketball shoe you yeah. know, thing, so I, I, I bought shoes. I bought Velcro. You know, sometimes it's just tiring to bend over and uh, tie your shoes. <laughs> So you just got to get the Velcro. You still have to do the Velcro. You have to bend over and do that. I know, but still, then you got to tie. Nah, screw that. Um, You know, unless it's snowing, (laughs) you're going to see me in sandals. So, uh, Do you have sandals on right now? Absolutely. Uh, We had to look. You both did. I thought he had his Ugg boots on. It is pumpkin spice. Yeah, that'll be uh, Saturday when I have my pumpkin spice. uh, Gray. Uh, Number two, this may be one of your guys' number one. Barry Sanders only played in ten seasons. Third on the all-time rushing list, ran for 2,053 yards in 97, and Detroit only went 9-7 and seven that year. Uh, they lost a wild-card game five times in his 10 seasons with him in the backfield. So Barry Sanders, one of the greats, retired in his prime. He is my number two. Brandon, your number what? one. I mean, the greatest running back to ever play the game, Emmitt, Sanders. Emmitt Smith won three Super Bowl titles. And I the all-time leading rusher. Greatest. I should have so, had yeah, you guys. I said Emmett Smith won three Super okay, Bowl titles. If Barry would have played the same amount of seasons that Emmett did. He would be the leading rusher. So let's talk about teams who. Let's but, talk about guys who did not win a but, title. But the he's greatest not a, running back to ever play the game. But he's not a team player, Barry and he quit on Sanders. his team by retiring because he couldn't win. Hey, he didn't was a another, loser. Didn't another lion do that? Megatron. Yeah. Well, yeah, isn't yeah. that funny? Must be a thing. He retired. I mean, people retire after ten years. They don't. They don't play nineteen years like because they know they're never going to win. Yeah, but you. you Tom Brady <laughs> keeps winning. That's why I would you literally just too. said if he would have played, he would be. Well, he didn't play because yeah. he quit. He, he was played a ten quitter. years as a running back. What's he the has average, said in multiple interviews average, afterwards he wished he would have played longer. What's the average age for you know? What's the average amount of seasons for NFL players? Oh, three Frank, years. Frank Gore still playing. I mean, he's like it's three years. But Barry Sanders was Good a freak him. of nature. He should have okay. played more than ten years. Yeah, running backs don't last more than ten. Sorry, he lasted. There's, he would have. Oh there's, there's, there's not Frank a lot. Gore has. There's, there's not a lot. There's not a lot. I'm sorry. Yes, Emmett Smith has 18,000 yards rushing. He has three titles. Good for him. Frank Gore. He's great. Eric Barry Gipperson. Sanders is better. Okay, number one for you, Bear. Number one for me, Ken Griffey Jr. Um, oh, I did, that is a good one. My favorite baseball player of yeah. all time. He was a 1997 MVP. He has 10 Gold Gloves. Never ever made the World Series. 13-time All-Star, had literally the sweetest swing ever in the history of baseball. I agree. If anyone ever wanted to swing a baseball bat like anybody, you would look at Ken Griffey Jr. Yep. I grew up playing baseball like Ken Griffey Jr. I tried Even to do, I wasn't left-handed. I, I wore, tried to do it right-handed. I couldn't do it. I wore 24. I wore the backwards hat. I did it all. I wanted to be like Ken Griffey Jr. 
Um, he was actually, fun fact, he was the first guy who wore a 42 on Jackie Robinson Day. He actually got that started. Oh, yeah. did not in, know that. In 2008, Bunk and then staff. he did it again in 2009, and then the year after in 2010 is when they put that together for everyone to wear 42 on Jackie Robinson Day. Um, 630 home runs, two twenty-seven or 2,781 hits. He missed 893 games in his career. If he even catches half of those, he has the all-time home run record. He has 3,000 hits. He is the greatest baseball player of all time if he doesn't miss all those games. Unfortunately, injuries are a bitch. It happens. You know, I don't think many people would argue that. I think if he does play half of those or three-quarters of those, there's no doubting that he is the greatest baseball player of all time. Yeah, it seems like he just went to Cincinnati and then just got hurt and just never. He got never, hurt in Seattle, and yeah. he, he had a couple good years in Cincy. Um, and, you know, I think he won Comeback Player of the Year in 04, 05 in Cincinnati. Um, and, like he said, had a few good years. He's still, what, top five in all-time home runs or six now, whatever, because A-Rod, I think, passed him a little bit. Yeah, he's he's just fun to watch. I, my first, one of my first gloves um, in Little League was a Ken Griffey. Yep, absolutely. I had the same thing. Griffey, uh, and, and another thing, as I was looking this up, in 1988, he actually had a suicide attempt because his dad pushed him into baseball too hard. Swallowed 277 aspirin pills. So I, that, I did not know that uh, while doing this research. I had no idea. So it makes it even a little bit better that he came back from that and you know got over all the issues he was having when he was younger, obviously, with his old man pushing him to be the best because that's what he did blame it on. So it's, it's quite an interesting story. But like I said, still one of my favorites of all time. Uh, he's one of those guys that you'd wish he has a ring, but unfortunately he doesn't. But, yeah, that would be my number one. Probably the last father-son to go back-to-back home runs. I think that happened in 1989. Um, senior hit home run first, and then Ken Griffey came up, junior, and came up and hit it was a home crazy. run. crazy. The year before that or two years before that, you said he yeah. tried to commit suicide. 1988. Yeah, my, my uh, first family dog, I was like two years old, uh, swallowed a bunch of aspirin. So, yeah, that was, that was bad. Was his name Griffey? No, it was Toby. Oh, well, everyone hates Toby. Toby. Yeah. Everybody does hate Toby. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. That was an office reference. Uh, I get it. That's yeah. good. Thanks, yeah. Jabber. There you go. Yep. There so, go. my number one, Brandon, you mentioned him earlier, Dan Marino. Would have loved to see him win. Throwback to Ace Ventura. We don't know if he won that Super Bowl, but apparently not since he's on this list. Exactly. Yes. He was a rookie of the year in 1983. Next year, won the MVP in 1984. A uh, career of 59.4% completion percentage, 420 touchdowns, 61,361 passing yards, 86.4 passer rating. And he was the Pro Bowl starter in before it is how it is now. But seven of the 17 seasons he was there. Um, would have loved to see him win a Super Bowl. You know, it's okay. So he is on my list at number one. So that wraps up our show for today. We appreciate everybody listening. Get on that pigskin, pick them. Even if you haven't done it yet, get on it now. You can go against us. Nobody's catching us. We can tell everybody that now. Bear's going to put our picks in. Nobody's touching us. We're not giving away merch. We talked about if we don't, or if we win and we don't have to give away anything, we might do something with uh, charity. We're looking at that. We're, we're going to go to a charity event in December because we are about charity and we want to make sure that we do our due diligence for the community as well. Um, thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, and also thank you to Verizon and their their business solutions. We appreciate you, Tim and Stephanie. Thank you for the support. Uh, Again, that wraps up this show. This is episode 13. Thank you all for listening. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Bye. Mm, Croissant, witch.